I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese and Aaron Rosa. I am on cloud nine right now because we all just watched, and I have reconfirmed this for the 300th time, that The Dark Knight is the greatest movie of all time. It is one of the greatest movies of all time, no, for sure. not one of the greatest movies of all time. It is the greatest movie of all time. And I apologize to Christopher Nolan. I apologize to everyone who made The Dark Knight because it's probably been six months since I've, since I've seen it. I don't know. And, like, I see other movies and I'm like, you know what? I really like Inglorious Bastards. Maybe that's my actual favorite movie. Or I really like Goodfellas. Maybe that's my favorite movie. I love Endgame. You know, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, maybe those. But no. Then I see The Dark Knight and there's no question... There's no question what my favorite movie is. For Andrew, this is the his favorite movie of all time. This is by far the greatest Batman movie of all time, and certainly one of the greatest movies of all time for me. For Aaron? I completely agree that this is one of Andrew's favorite movies of all time. We're going to get into this later. <laughs> oh, this boy. Is, this is going to be fun. You know, Aaron's pretty new to the podcast, and so far he's gotten some good feedback from the fans. We'll see if this he comes might back be, next week. This, <laughs> this might be the turn. This is the show where I get kicked off this, the show. This is Aaron Rosa's heel turn. There's a reason Josh is in between Andrew and I for this show. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I mean, my God, don't you worry, because... I might lose my voice by the end of this podcast. It's going to be good. Because I will be pretty much doing every Joker monologue in the entire movie. <laughs> so, yeah. My God, I'm excited. Uh, it was great watch finally watching this movie with my best friend. Oh, this great. fucking... Shut up, Josh. This movie came out... <laughs> I mean, I was watching it, too. This movie came out in 2008. It is now the year 2023. This is 14 and a half years since this movie came out, and Aaron refused to watch this movie with me. But you know what? Now it's part of your job, so you have to watch the movie. <laughs> yep. This you is- wanted to join the podcast. You wanted to be a part of it. Well, guess what? Ha- now you have to watch shit you don't want to watch. And and, oh, and the worst for Aaron is he has to watch the greatest movie of all time. I have to watch Raw, SmackDown, and AEW three times a week. This is how good a friend I am. Sure. All oh. Sit through oh, wow. The Dark Knight. I'm so lucky. For you. I guess I have to watch I guess I have to watch Twister now. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. That's not coming up anytime soon, is it? <laughs> oh that oh that's happening. That's happening. <laughs> That's if we ever do the Hollywood Hogwash Patreon. It's like, well, I guess we'll do Twister just to uh, let Aaron bust a few nuts. I don't know. But. Well, Josh, that's if I don't get kicked off the show after this. <laughs> that is true. I, I'm stunned. Like, I don't know anybody that has seen The Dark Knight just once. It's amazing. Yeah. Until today, this was only the first time you'd ever seen it. And, then, you know, well, today was the second time. Look, crazy. Well, Look, we'll get into this. I almost we'll feel like my, I should have my dad on the podcast just because it's also his, <laughs> it's also his favorite movie. <laughs> Is it really? Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Can yeah. we have one podcast where your dad's on, please? I mean, I've, I've been wanting to do that for years. I've been wanting, like, especially the wrestling one, just to, like, see what he thinks of it now. 
because he hasn't watched it in a very long time. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into The Dark Knight. I'm so excited. It's probably going to be a four-hour podcast. Uh, but first, <laughs> let's get through all the rest of the shit, the news and the rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. And of course, they dropped the fucking Ant-Man trailer Monday morning last week. Well, you know when is when it's just a few hours after the podcast drops. Sorry, no, it was it was Monday night, right? Yeah, it was yeah. during the football game. Yeah, still. during the college championship, like twenty four hours after we record. Still, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I, what'd you guys think? I thought it looked good. The my only criticism is just I'm kind of tired that all the Marvel movies now are just like a green screen. Everything is a green screen now. Yeah, I, I could see see what you're saying. Like I there. think the first. 10 to 15 minutes of Ant-Man, they're in the real world. We see them walking around. But then once they go into the fucking quantum realm, right. it's just green screen for the next two hours. Yeah, I could I could see your point there. But I, I don't know. I think it's I thought it was a good uh, good trailer. You got to see a little bit more of Kang. Kang. You Kang. got to see Kang, and he seems, sounds a little bit more menacing. Right. You know, you got to see that uh, looks like there's going to be a fucking shit ton of Ant-Mans. That's right. Yeah, we did see multiple Paul Walkers. Multiple. And Paul Walkers. Paul Rudds. Paul Rudds. I'm so focused on the Dark Knight. And we also got to see MODOK. 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 Multiple versions of MODOK. One where it's just some guy's face. Well, that's that's him in his normal floating chair. But then we got to see him in armor mode when he was trying to kick ass. I think it's going to be really good. I think this is also like what Marvel likes to do. I think this is going to be a fucking sad movie. Oh, of course, that's what they all are now. <laughs> Paul Rudd might die in this movie. Who knows? So I want to read this this one fan question now because it's the only fan question we have that's about Ant-Man. The rest are just about the Dark Knight, obviously. <laughs> but our, our fan Eric asks, Ant-Man is clearly dying. I guess he's not asking. Ant-Man is clearly dying since they have to set up Kang to be the new badass and they already got two female Ant-Mans to replace him, right? Oh, I guess it was technically a question. But it seems like he thinks Ant-Man's dying. Do you think Ant-Man's dying? It does seem like that. It does. This the whole this whole phase of Marvel is just Marvel has gone away from the fun, lighthearted thing mm. that it was that made us all fall in love with it. It's all just bleak and dark now. Yeah. Right. I Sad. feel like I feel like after Endgame, like they they should have gone back with the lighthearted stuff cuz Endgame was as as serious as it gets, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. I kind of am annoyed that Marvel wants to make me cry every single movie. Like Black Panther, cry. Yeah. Thor, cry. Uh, Spider-Man. Even Spider-Man, oh my God. Massive the fucking, cry. The waterworks. Everyone slipped in the theater when they were leaving. They yeah. turned into Pixar. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, um, even the Buzz Lightyear movie, yeah. You're, they want, why really do they want depressing. little kids to cry? Yeah. I don't understand. But uh, yeah, but one of the li- the last lines in the trailer was Scott Lang saying, uh, I-, "I don't have to I'm win. Dead. We <laughs> both just have to lose." Right. That seems like a ominous yeah. thing to say. Yeah. I don't know Ooh. if Paul Rudd would want to give this up because it's not like he gets other movie like starring movie roles. Like he always plays like the best friend's friend or like or it's like a buddy, uh, like a buddy movie where it's like two people. He's never like the main star of a movie. I don't know if he, unless they just want to kill him off. I think Michael Douglas dies in this movie. It could be. Uh, someone's going to die for sure. It, my guess right now is Michael Douglas. Because how do you even get him for all these movies to begin with? They're lucky they had him for this long. 
Yeah. Right, but Paul Rudd also seems like he's he just doesn't give a fuck. He he seems like he would be fine just walking away and doing some other shit. What? What else is he gonna do? It's like Chris Evans. Where has he been since he fucking left? You don't see Chris Evans anymore. Right, taking but a break. I don't think Paul Taking Rudd's break. worried about that. Uh, maybe know. not. It's interesting. I, I'm really geeked up for this movie, though. I think we're gonna have a lot of a lot of interesting things and a I'm lot of crying. A lot of crying. For sure. <laughs> a lot of crying. Yeah. I know that uh, a lot of people were upset that they replaced his the actress that played his daughter in Endgame. Eh. Uh, so that's different but yeah i mean uh, kang looks great and she seems like she's a a criminal too in the beginning the criminal yeah because they were breaking her out uh they were getting her out of jail in the first like scene of the trailer oh yeah yeah what the fuck was that about i guess like following in scott link's footsteps kind of thing i guess so yeah she's a troublemaker just like her old man like pops so she can take up the mantle once he's dead that's right uh, so yeah, someone in Marvel said that this movie is as important as Civil War because it sets up so all much. the future movies. Because obviously Kang is the new main villain. Right. You know? The big bad. he's going to be... The next Avengers movie is the Kang Dynasty. And, and we're going to be getting so many different types of Kang, too. Like, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get Kang and Loki, too. So obviously you know, this just, is going to be a super... Well, we like, if this guy is going to be the next big villain, this is going to have a down ending. There's no way mm-hmm. that this ends happily. Yeah. Well, but, but again, right, there's, well, but again, there's different variants of Kang. They already killed the one in Loki season one. Right. Yes. I think Scott defeats this one, uh, you know, like the main variant that's the, you know, the main uh, Kang variant in this film. Mm-hmm. But there's a more powerful Kang out there. So wow. that's just what's going to keep happening. They're going to keep killing Kangs until like the fucking... They get to Kang Until prime. the toughest one, he's like, I am the Kang. I'm Kang. prime Kang. But that actor is uh, really... He's in everything all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's doing really well. But yeah. Um, Good, shit. Good shit. Excited to see it. Also a little worried because I'm tired of crying in these Marvel movies. But yeah. I don't think it's going to stop. Maybe not. I don't know if I'm going to cry over Ant-Man, though. You know? Okay. I don't know if you can get me to cry over Ant. It's not it's not Iron Man or Captain America or anything like that. He's going to do something sweet like saving his daughter and you're going to fucking yeah, bust out true. the waterworks. I have a daughter. That's, that'll work. Uh-huh. That works. Once you have kids, that shit works every time. My God. I used to laugh at my dad for crying at the end of Armageddon. Uh, but now it's going to happen with Liv so Tyler sad. and, you know, Bruce, like my dad cries like a baby. I'm like, what are you doing? And then, yeah, I have a kid. I'm like, oh God, I totally understand. But, uh, yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on. So, uh, this is interesting. The visual effects supervisor of the boys season four tweeted, I think I just saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen working in this business. I saw that. And I, that got me excited and worried. Yeah. Like, we just saw... Well, don't spoil anything for Aaron. He hasn't seen Oh, it you yet. haven't seen... Nothing so major. Last season? Nope. But we, we saw have some seen... some pretty sick shit. We, yeah, that show is pretty <laughs> disgusting at times. But, so oh I my don't God. know how you top... I don't know how you top it, but... Yeah, that's we'll just see. crazy. But, I mean, this show just finds way to top itself every year. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't doubt that they're going to find a way to shock us even more. Yeah. I mean, it seems to be part of their character. And they've already been filming for a while, right. uh, season four. So this could, gotta catch this up, could uh, 
this could probably come out this year. Oh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out this year. Yeah. Invincible still needs to come out. That'll be soon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, the Batman director, Matt Reeves, the Robert Pattinson one, he told Collider that uh, his Batverse will be separate from James, James Gunn's uh, DCU, DCU plan, which obviously that makes sense. He's just confirming now that James Gunn is in and he's doing new things that it's going to be separate, which I'm glad because I don't want this pussy Batman anywhere near James Gunn's uh, DCU. He's an emo Batman. Exactly. Emo he Batman. sucks. He's, emo Batman sucks. He's fine. He's no. fine. That movie made me so fucking angry. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited that, you know, he, the, the Batverse in his universe is going to continue. I just think so it's weird that they're going to have, like, you know. Two different bats. Three different Batman, you know? Because, like, Ben Affleck is rumored to be in the Flash movie. We know Michael Keaton's going to be in it. But apparently this is, this is uh, Ben Affleck's last appearance as Batman. This is all of their last appearance. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> as, everybody's as last appearance. So then if Bat James Gunn makes forward. a new Batman, then you have like two Batman movies coming. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Or maybe he won't do a Batman. Maybe he'll focus on different things. Maybe a Robin movie or something. I'm just, I'm still Batman surprised him, Marvel hasn't announced a, a fourth Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. I'm shocked that hasn't happened, honestly. After Spider-Man No Way Home. But nonetheless, uh, so Ezra Miller uh, is back to the news. He pleaded guilty. He didn't look. It's not a lot, but he pleaded guilty on Friday to charges related to uh, the, um, the 2022 trespassing arrest in Vermont. Yes. Oh, right. That's the one where he stole three bottles of alcohol. He yes. broke into a house. Mm -hmm. He stole three bottles of alcohol. Yes. That's all he did. Yeah. This guy's a movie star. I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's a movie star. Well, all the liquor liquors are, liquor stores are closed. But he pleaded guilty. Uh, he agreed to a plea deal. You know, so I'm sure it's just probation and pay some money. That's well, what happens. I mean, he hasn't gotten any more trouble. This right. is still last year trouble. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he found the right balance of pills. It just seems weird that, yeah, you get rid of The Rock, you get rid of Henry Cavill, and then James Gunn's like, I like this guy. <laughs> Ezra Miller? Yeah. He, he tests well. He's my kind of guy. He tests well. How do they not recognize, like, after all the shit this guy has gotten up to, don't you think everybody would line up to see him and, like, oh, this fucking train wreck is going to be the Flash? I want to see that. Like, uh, maybe a reality show. I don't know. Like, yeah. Where he just breaks into houses. <laughs> like, uh, they disguise it as, like, a... Like a remodeling show where he's like, hey, I'm Ezra Miller. We're going to remodel some houses. But really, he just like steals shit I'm just gonna, when they're not home. <laughs> I'm just going to wreck your house. No. <laughs> or, or you get the guy. They come home and it's not remodeled. It's just destroyed. What the fuck? And he's like, I'm Ezra Miller. I'm your God. He's just two bottles of vodka deep. Like, hey, sorry. I don't have any pets on. No, you, you get Chris Hansen from uh, from all those underage ones. And he goes into a house at Ezra Miller. Hey, what are you doing here, buddy? Yeah. Right. I, oh, I, I, I came. A buddy of mine told me there was alcohol they here. They tell him his 14-year-old girlfriend's there. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Hansen's those are true, like, too. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly true. Allegedly. Well, that might be coming out soon. We might be pleading to some of those, maybe, allegedly. Jesus. Uh, He's an interesting character, for sure. He sure is. Remember the KKK video? Anyways. <laughs> uh, you can find that on YouTube. If y'all want to die... 
We'll make that happen for you. The Bengal Bulls. Whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So, uh, Kei Hui Kwan, who recently won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for his role in yes. the best film of 2022, Everything, yes. Everywhere, sure. All at Once. Sure. Love he, you, short round. He's going to be in season two of Loki. What? That's right. Yes. That's yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love short round. That's amazing. <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, Quan said, when our movie came out, the first phone call I got was from Kevin Feige, who graciously asked me if I wanted to join the MCU. Oh, my God. That's so smart. It's pretty cool. Who doesn't love that guy? Yeah. Everybody loves that well, guy. Well, yeah. I mean, especially after that movie. Holy shit. He was he, awesome. He certainly has experience playing in uh, different dimensions. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Good Apparently, he's going to be a part of the TVA. Something okay. to do with the T, which, you know, yeah, that makes sense. No. But also, Michelle Yu won Best... Uh, actress in a comedic role at the Golden Globes for everything, everywhere, all at once. I thought that was really cool, but those are only awards it won. Like I, if it's best actor, best support, best best supporting actor, best actress, but not the movie. Some nothing movie won. Like some weird. movie you never heard of won, of course, because that's always how it works. What did yeah. get best picture? Some movie that I don't never even heard of. Just some bullshit movie. Some bullshit movie. How is this not like the always. movie of the, oh, Jesus? Yeah, I mean, come on. I think the thing that kind of frustrated me more about uh, about the award season was House of Dragon winning over. Oh my God! House of Dragon won Saul. Best Drama over Better Call Saul. Listen, I what? like House yeah. of Dragon, but Better Call Saul it's not even close. Has been getting what? snubbed all over the place. It's it, crazy. I don't understand it. Oh, Josh and I watched both shows. Yes. It's not even close. No. 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 Like House of Dragons, like a 6 out of 10 at best. Better Call Saul's a 10 out of 10. Does Bob Odenkirk, Jesus. like, kick dogs in the street <laughs> or something like that around that these just, people? That's the... That's, I, that I don't get. That's just Award so season insane. is crazy. People, it's just... I don't know. It's I mean, up, speaking up is of, down. Speaking down of rigged up. awards, you know. Like, speaking of rigged awards. Right it's all political with that shit. It's fucking frustrating, for sure. Yeah. Also, uh, speaking of frustrating, Nicolas Cage told Screen Rant that he was not approached by Sony to return for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, unfortunately. Oh. I mean, he had a very small role in the first one. Uh, but this is, I mean, we're, we're going to meet an even more Spider-Men. So maybe they were like, well, people didn't really care about that one. We have to introduce a bunch of new Spider-Men. Hmm. But Cage said... You'd have to ask Sony. I don't know what's going on with that. No one spoke to me about that. Ask them. I don't know. I really don't. I wish they would. I love Spider-Man Noir too. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, no, I, I thought his role was fine. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you're right. If they're going to be exploring a big, giant universe. Yeah, I guess know? we can't be super mad about that. No. I mean... Yeah, I mean, we're getting Spider-Man 2099, so right. I yes. you know, fucking shit. I'll take that over Spider-Man Noir yeah, for sure. Yes. But you could always use more Cage. Everything should have Nicolas Cage in it. The fact that the Fast and the Furious franchise still has not used Nicolas Cage is the That's biggest sure. fucking wasted potential of all time. Holy shit! How the fuck is he not in Fast and Furious? How is he not just his character? From uh, Gone from in Gone 60 in sixty seconds, seconds. Right. <laughs> and he just like went insane, and he's like, "I gotta steal all their cars." 
Not one person woke up and said, okay, well, The Rock won't come back. Let's get Nick Cage. Not yeah. one person said that. Right. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> How do we replace The Rock? Nick Cage. <laughs> well, yes. They would worry that Nick Cage would overshadow The Rock for sure. Well, Rock's not in it. You, and, mean, and, you mean Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It's a shame. I mean, it's been rumored forever, and it just, unfortunately, it didn't happen, but. Hey, one day. I mean, they're on what ten? They're well, only doing. They're only doing two more. Well, ten and eleven. <laughs> they were gonna do ten, and Vin Diesel was like, "No, we'll do two more." I think he's trying to make it like his Infinity War Endgame. Wait, what? I yeah. thought. Sorry. I thought ten was supposed to be the last one. It was, but then Vin Diesel was like, "Let's make it a two-parter," and apparently, it's gonna be like a, a, a part one and part two thing. Oh my god! Uh, because I think he saw Infinity War and Endgame. Well, he was in them. And then he was like, I have a great idea. Oh, Vin Diesel. I am Groot. And then he wrote the script. Yeah. Uh, also, in a recent appearance uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, for all of you community fans, mm. Joel McHale confirmed that the community movie will start filming in June with most of the original cast returning. I like that. I was a big fan of community. I was not the biggest fan. I gave it a couple seasons, and then I quit watching um yeah you know i thought it was okay but it, it didn't really hook me after season two hmm. so what'd you think Aaron? i didn't see it but is chevy chase gonna be in it i don't think so probably unless not. it's a no, surprise chevy chase died he died sure yeah anything. sure josh it's a stupid tv show hey wow i'm just saying i mean yeah. hard to bring him back from the dead I mean, they do it in all not, the Marvel movies. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. Not do you see him die, or they're just like he died? Oh, yeah, he died. Yeah, that's it. Of well, course you could bring him back. You could even make him a ghost at the they, end. Technically, they made him a um, a hologram. Well, but he <laughs> he uh, they killed him off in the show because everyone hated him. I think yeah, I think that was <laughs> so, for sure. They might be able to bring him back as a cameo. I don't know. I'm not. I'm probably not going to see this movie. I just wonder if Donald Glover's going to come back cuz apparently he's Glover's not like either. Big. Apparently he's not either. Oh, it's not going to be as, as far great. as I know. It's not that hard. Harold yeah. Ramis is really dead and they brought him back in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh boy. Uh also this will uh, probably piss off Aaron. Uh FX is producing a TV series about Alien. Uh like an alien TV sheet, like TV series, like Ridley hmm. Scott, Alien. Well, I need more details before I. Well, I don't know. Get mad or excited. Nah, it's gonna film this year. I don't really. I don't think there is anything else. Did you okay. like the Alien franchise, or oh not god. like it, Josh? I'm gonna fucking shoot you oh in the Lord face. Jesus. Oh my god, he did. Does, I have so many. Know. I have so many opinions. Are they positive or negative? Well, <laughs> well look, both, right? It depends on the movie. Like, oh, wow, okay. Aliens is one of my top. Five, maybe top three movies ever. Wow. But if you're talking about the more recent, like Alien Covenant, that stuff. Nah, yeah, there's not even a cast. There's not even a cast yet. Hmm. So, I don't know. I need more. Right. But we'll didn't see. FX produce um, Prey? Or was that just a movie that was just on FX? Well, it wasn't on FX. It was on Hulu. But Fox does on Hulu. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Because Prey was fine. Well, that's Predator. But Predator, this Alien, is, it's all like the same. This is Alien. They, they made a movie where they fought each other. Predators and yeah, Aliens. Josh, and it sucked. I don't know. I don't know the reference. I didn't watch it anyways. I like this one. This is the title I read. So the rap reports that director Michael Bay is facing charges 
for allegedly killing a pigeon in Italy. What? I just thought that was a funny headline. What? Uh, it was apparently uh, during uh, the filming of one of his movies. Like the, they're being accused of like killing a pigeon. Uh, I think I think they were claiming it was an accident, but Michael Bay has denied this, saying no, we didn't kill any pigeons. I I just thought it was a funny headline to bring up. Well, that's funny to me because I just assume he's killed hookers. <laughs> <laughs> what pigeons? Nothing. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. Uh, from what I because I, I did read a little bit of a uh, from what I had seen, I guess like the safety director, I guess informed them about potential dangers to a pigeon. And he just so they're blowing some shit up, and they're like, "But sir, there's pigeons here." <laughs> fuck it. And he's like, "Fuck the pigeons. Fuck the birds." Yeah. We'll CGI it in post. Pigeons are all diseased anyway. What the fuck do we need pigeons for? Do they do anything that help us? Nope. No. I don't think so. No. Fuck them. Do they eat something that, like, if they didn't eat, there would be so many? No. Fuck them. Like they say, so. like if there weren't any frogs, like there would just be flies everywhere. Like we wouldn't be able to stop anything. Flies, crickets. That's what they a lot say. Of different no, like every disease, it's like nope. It's birds. It's birds. It's birds are rats. Birds. Birds are yeah. rats with wings. Yeah. Uh, last thing I have is HBO Max announced its first price increase since the app launched in 2020. It's a small jump. It's just from 14.99 to 15.99. Uh, the increase will be effective on your next uh, bill, Jewel. So make sure you. That's my sister. Just making sure she. <laughs> She knows and she doesn't, up. doesn't cancel the HBO Max. I really like Peacemaker. And I want to watch season two, Jewel. So please uh, just make sure that you keep the subscription. Thanks. I, I, I owe say, you one. <laughs> I will say HBO Max is probably like the place where most of my favorite content is right now. You know, right. If I, only, if I can only choose one. Right. And don't make me do that, Jewel. But if I can only choose one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched the most stuff on HBO Max. For sure. And this it year alone. It has all alone, the South Park episodes. This year alone is going to be good. I think uh, The Righteous Gemstones comes back. Barry comes back. Uh, I still have to get caught up on uh, Barry. Succession is coming back. Yeah. Uh, this uh, the That that game movie. Uh, the game. Uh, fuck. The Last of Us. The oh, Last yeah, of Us came yeah. out today. Right. So, I mean, it's got a lot of a lot of good shit. And this year's going to be really popping on each Peacemaker. Well, you got to pay an extra dollar for it, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Do you pay for it? I do. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you, Wiggles. Yeah, Wiggles. My little brother pays for it. Mm. <laughs> yes. So Don't Aaron, cancel that. Aaron's the only adult amongst us, I guess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why aren't we all sharing Aaron's? Jesus. <laughs> I have my sister. I don't need to. Oh, yeah. uh, what do you have? you have anything? Uh, I've got two quick things, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, so for all the people out there that like the Passion of the Christ... The I Passion don't. of the Christ 2 Electric Boogaloo is happening. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what? Hold on. Do they murder him again? Hold on. <laughs> what? Uh, so the movie's title. Did they, they kill him again? Is Mel Gibson directing, please? <laughs> yes, Mel Gibson, I think, is that's <sighs> We're going to kill him again. <laughs> so, the pa- so it's called The Passion of the Christ Resurrection. Yes. Uh, I mean, so, that's the point. So Jesus, or Jim Cavizel? Cavizel. Jesus Ca- Christ! Cavizel, who on. Do some fucking research! I researched... Uh, I did K- research. I researched K- <laughs> I had no idea how to pronounce it. I did, Jim <laughs> no, Cavizel. Jesus Anyways, Christ. Anyways, according to Screen Speak Red... Jesus Christ! Oh, I did. Oh, sorry. That's my bad. Kwee-Kwan! And you're Jim Cavizel. Jim... Did I get it? Jim Cavizel. Shut up. Just shut up. Uh, J- Jimmy, Jimmy Jesus. 
uh, according to Screen Rant, says that the writing for the project was finished in 2020. Uh, this was a quote from him. No, they wrote it. They wrote that 2,000 years ago. What is he talking about? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, 2,023 years ago. Yeah. Before right. Christ. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Uh, so the quote is: uh, "The passion is, is in the beginning, <laughs> and there's a lot more story to tell." What? The evangelical, evangelical community, evangelical. There you evangelical. go. Community considers the passion the biggest movie ever out of Hollywood, and they kept telling us they think a sequel will be even bigger. <laughs> Remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber where Harry teaches uh, Larry how to read, <laughs> or Lloyd? Sorry, this is Harry teaching Lloyd how to read. This That's is what interesting this is. shit. No, Wait. it's difficult words. Ten. It's difficult Ten. words. Ten. Who the? the fuck knows how to say cavizzle? I don't know. Wait, wait. But anyways. Is this real? And Jim Caviezel yes. is really coming back for a sequel yeah. to the Jesus Dying movie? Yes. Well, I mean, Jesus, you know, if you know the whole parts, Jesus this dies, can't be he gets real. Re resurrected. But what happens after he gets resurrected? That's it. Uh, then he, he Does goes, he come back he and get... to heaven. He goes does he come back afterwards. and get super armor? I don't, I don't know. What, what well, the fuck is he going to do? We'll have to watch The, the Passion 2 to figure it out, I is guess. Is it the Mad TV uh, one where Terminator comes back to save him? Because they should just make that movie. I don't think so. I don't think so. But you, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, after he gets resurrected, they're just like, oh, look, look, there he is. He doesn't right. do anything after that, right? I'm going to have to read my Bible. <laughs> he just, like, go to heaven. I love the most religious people. Don't fucking understand the Bible at all. They fucking don't know anything. That's I need to read the Bible again to be 100% sure. Uh, yeah. I consult okay. Go ahead and do that, Josh, and let I'll us know. I'll consult the New Testament and be back next week for an yeah. update. Thanks so much. Uh, hey, guys, uh, hold on. Spoiler alert. Before you, If you don't want to know what happens in Passion of the Christ Part 2. That's right. <laughs> fast uh, forward. Fast forward. Ten minutes. It's going to take a while. Right, There's so, a lot of so stories. The time. Rock moves. Isn't that, doesn't that happen in the original movie, The Rock Moves? I didn't watch the original movie. It was no, too graphic. Neither did I. Uh, who wants to watch a Jesus movie that's rated R? That's 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 terrible. Well, clearly a lot of fucking Scientologists. That's who. Yeah, a lot of people saw Passion yeah, of the Christ yeah, because yeah. they thought that it meant you weren't you didn't believe in Jesus if you didn't see Passion of the Christ. Yeah. I watched the South Park version. That was much better. Yeah. I watched this guy <laughs> get his skin cut off. I'm a good person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the South Park South episode. Park was so funny. <laughs> Oh my god. The Jesus uh, Chainsaw Massacre. And then, uh, <laughs> exactly. And then Mel Gibson, give me back my money. <laughs> uh so I just got one last thing in here. I think it's pretty interesting too. Is it a porn parody? Is that what you know, Jim Caviezel hasn't so. done anything in a while. I don't think so. No, it's the real real deal. All right. Uh so Frankie Moon Munez. Munez <laughs> <laughs> Frankie Munoz. Frankie Munoz. Josh, do some fucking research next time. They don't have uh, how to say say people's last names on there. Just yes, they do. Just that's what I do every fucking time. If I don't know someone's name, you type their name and you type pronunciation. Just continue. I'm gonna Josh. do that. Anyways, Frankie M has a new career. Frankie M. Yeah, the former star of Malcolm Middle is now a race car driver. <laughs> okay. That's Gives great. a shit. Uh, he's going to be competing in the upcoming season of the Mendez series, which is like the minor league for NASCAR. Uh, Frankie says, I'm not here just for a fluke. I'm not here just for publicity. Ugh. I wanted this my entire life. <laughs> Crazy enough, uh, Frankie's first time behind the wheel in NASCAR was driving like the pace car in the Daytona 500 in, 2000, uh, in 20. 
in 2001, which was oddly enough the last race of Dale Earnhardt. That was the race he died in. He killed Dale, he killed Dale Earnhardt. I don't think so. But he that's caused just, it. He was a terrible just, pace car driver. Wait, he drove the pace car when Dale Earnhardt died? I don't know if it was when he died. That's but what it you was just dur- said. No, during the race is when he drove the pace car. I think the pace car drives you, a couple different times. Josh, you don't drive a pace car during the race. It's before the race. Yeah, before the race. Right. Yeah. That's correct. Right. Okay. And you said it was the same race, but now you're saying it's not the same race. No, it's the same. It's the same race. That's what they said in the story per okay. the AP. Well, you kept changing your story. That's what it said, motherfucker. But I'm reading what it said. Josh, you're not reading anything. Munez was oh. behind the wheel in the Daytona 500. Oddly enough, that was the race where Dale Earnhardt was killed. Can in the we get final lap? Can we get primetime on Fox? Frankie Munez versus. Cranston driving a car <laughs> around, yes. around a car. I like how he's like, yeah, I decided to take up racing at 40. That's uh, smart. God, is he 40? I mean, he's 37. 37. <laughs> All right, that's close enough. Okay. I mean, we're, I'm basically 40 now. I yeah. feel 40. Hey, right. some people want to follow their dreams. Anything else, Josh? What other C-list actors do you have news about today? Uh, what just, other has been that hasn't been anything in 20 years? It was just those two. Do oh, any, okay. Yeah. Do you have anything on Screech? <laughs> no, Screech died. Is he died. still dead? He died. Yeah. Is he yeah. still dead? Okay. I don't know dead. if they're gonna bring that, bring him back for the Saved by the Bell reunion. Uh huh. But uh, I mean, what about uh, Zach away. Morris? Do you have any info on him? No, he I didn't to? look up Zach Morris. Did he like go to lunch uh, last week anywhere cool? I'm not sure. He might be doing autographs at Fitterman sometime soon. Yeah. Get, okay. Thank you, Josh. No. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks a lot for that waste of time, Josh. Now that we was can... good shit. Hey, we <laughs> hold on, guys. Before we get to the Dark Knight. We got to talk about the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. He's going to race now. It's interesting. Come on. What That's that pretty fucking interesting. With movies or television. He used to be on television. Probably won't even be televised. No, it's, it's, it's on NASCAR. So sometimes they do it on Fox. Maybe um, he might make it to the big leagues. You said a minor league race. Yeah, sometimes they yeah. put the minor league games on the big leagues. Yeah, wow. Sometimes it's good. What a story. It's pretty um, interesting. Y'all hey, guys know it was interesting. Uh, Hold on. Uh, edit this out. Okay, guys, let's uh, talk the Dark Knights. Yes. Oh boy, I Bust mean, I mean, for God's sakes, I can't. Every time I watch it, I don't know how many times I've watched it a hundred times. Every single time, <sighs> this is me. <sighs> By the way, Aaron didn't know till yesterday that that was me. Yeah, that was <laughs> my. Oh my God, Hello. my mind was okay. blown. I thought that was from a porn. He goes, hey, where did you find that porn clip of that guy coming? And I was like, that guy is me. I I thought it was from that, like, oh, dropping loads guy. Well, well. well. Might as well be. Um, It's amazing. The Dark Knight. It's the summer of 2008. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's actually go back even before that. It's December of 2007. I think that's when I Am Legend came out. And we see the Dark Knight trailer for the first time. Everyone thought casting Heath Ledger as the Joker was a big mistake. So they were like, oh, Brokeback Batman doing all those jokes. And then we see the trailer for the first time. And I really miss the days where we saw trailers in theaters. Like the first time you saw a trailer was in theaters. That's really not the case anymore. No, because these you know Marvel trailers drop during the day, and then you just watch them on your phone or laptop or whatever. I miss those days, man. Because the theater reaction for the Dark Knight, when like he does this mono, like it's it's the monologue in in jail, um, but it's slower, and like they show him from far away, 
and then an up close shot of him just saying, why so serious? And it's like, holy shit, this is going to be amazing. It looked terrifying. Yeah. I still remember when I heard that he was going to be the Joker and I was first in line for the fuck this. Yeah. Holy shit. Was I wrong? Cause he only did like teeny bopper movies. Yeah. And then he did broke back, but I didn't see that. And obviously that has nothing to do with the Joker, but, but yeah, no one really had much faith. And then holy shit, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like if he didn't die, if he, if Heath Ledger didn't die, he would have become the biggest movie star in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Biggest movie star in Hollywood. Absolutely. And he might still be right now, but yeah, holy shit. So, all right. The movie, this movie opens with a bank heist. That's right. Starting off with a bank heist. Do you like bank heists? We're starting this movie off with a bank heist. And I've watched this movie so many times that I always know which window explodes in the opening shot. I'm always like picking out. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? There it is. It's that one. Got it. Yes. And I'm every time I'm like, yes, nailed it. Um, and then the the shot of Heath Ledger standing on the sidewalk holding the clown mask. I'm I'm pretty sure that was the first image released of the movie. Like he was like, hey, this is it. Like this is the first image. It's like, oh, but we didn't get to see him. What he looks like yet? But it's like, yeah, but you're excited, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and also if I could choose one PG 13 movie in the history of movies to be rated R, it would be this movie. Well, for sure. Cause even though this is my favorite movie, it could only get better with an R rating <laughs> because you could even have like the jokers, you know, like saying fuck or curse. It didn't need it. But also like when Joker shoots William, uh, Fitchner's legs, like, there's no blood. Mm-hmm. And anytime there's any, like, when Joker shoots someone, you have to cut away because there can't be blood. And right. uh, you stab someone, you got to cut away because there can't be blood. There can't be graphic violence. Like, that's the only part uh, where it could be improved. Like, not the story, not the characters, but just, my, if you made it R, it would just be even that much better. Some timely fucks would be nice, you know? Yeah, right. I think it could definitely use a little bit more. You see more gore. Rachel! Fuck! <laughs> God, yeah. can you imagine now in a post-Deadpool world where you can make money on R-rated movies? Yes. Oh. Right. Fuck. But no, the Bankai scene was definitely one of my favorites, and it's 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 so cool how they like keep eliminating bad guys. Yeah. All the way until the they Joker's, get to the final The Joker's one. plan to have all of his henchmen killed so he gets all of his money. Remember that, because he's a planner. He's a schemer. Uh... Joker told you to kill me after we loaded the cash. No, no, no. I kill the bus driver. Bus driver? What bus driver? He's fucking dead. God, that's such a fucking great scene. Uh, Then the bus driver's like, where's all the rest of the guys? And just shoots him with an Uzi. I don't know if y'all guys ever noticed this, but I've seen this movie so many times. But it wasn't until today where I noticed that in all the scenes where, like, the bad guys are around, like... No one ever screams. No one ever screams. It's kind of screams weird. Screams what? Like, ah! You'd think they'd scream when, you know, robber would be around or the Joker would be in the room. You mean the citizens or something? Yeah, citizens. You said the bad guys. No, when no yeah. one ever screams when the bad guys are in the room. Oh, uh, I mean, a little bit in the robbery. They were all just kind of frozen. Maybe Nolan just didn't want 
you know, just random screams in it or something. Maybe. I don't know. It's I didn't notice it until today. And when you brought up that I mean when Joker no F bombs and stuff when, like that too. When Joker shows up, everyone just kind of freezes. Which yeah. I, which I imagine would be in real life because you, you probably would be just like shocked that Frozen. this is happening. Yeah, like, why maybe. is this guy dressed like this and looking at me? Sure. Yeah. You know, it's better than just like I mean, that's not what this movie is. It's not like people just randomly screaming at the Joker. That would just kind of get old, but Yeah, yeah this trilogy has always been about realism. Yeah. So, and he's, you know, he kills the bus driver, and then William Fitcher's like, You think you're smart, huh? Well, the guy that hired you, he'll just do the same to you. Oh, criminals in this town used to believe in things. Honor, respect. Look at you. What do you believe in, huh? What do you believe in? And then Joker. (laughs) (laughs) I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Takes off his mask. Smiles right into the fucking camera. And then he leaves with the school bus and blends in with all the other school buses just as the cops arrive. Perfect getaway. Fucking brilliant. I'm a genius. Yes. (laughs) Perfect introduction. He's a schemer, apparently. Right, which, in case you haven't found out by now, Joker lies to everyone in this movie. He's the biggest liar in movie history. And it's on purpose because he's fucking with everyone. And when he does it later to Dent, that's the best part. But I'm fast forwarding. Uh, I like how Jim Gordon randomly puts on the bat signal. Like just he's like, um, he's like, I like to remind everyone he's out there. Why wouldn't he come? Hopefully because he's busy and he was busy that night. And we have the scarecrow cameo from Cillian Murphy, who's in every film. I love that he's in every film. Great. Uh, we have the fake Batman show up to try mm-hmm. to stop them, and Scarecrow's like, "That's not him," because he's Amazing. already dealt with Batman before. He knows. Well, they were using guns too. The Batman they were using use guns. guns, and then the Batmobile shows up, and he's like, "That's more like it." <laughs> and uh, they're all shooting the Batmobile, and we see inside the fucking car it says "loiter," but then it changes to "intimidate," and it just blows up the cars behind him. I like how he programmed the Batmobile to not kill people. <laughs> You have to be just like me, Batmobile. <laughs> you cannot kill. And the Batmobile's like, but why? It's like Terminator. Why? Because it's wrong. Why? Oh, God damn it. Well, hey, no. Fox, make this thing not kill people. No, the Batmobile has three modes. It's intimidate, yeah. loiter, and murder. And murder. <laughs> uh, so then one of the fake Batman, they're about to shoot a guy, but the real Batman's like, no, you dumb fuck. And he's got this mechanism that bends his fucking gun like and that's just what's so great is like even though this is the realist this is the most realistic version of batman he still has all the gadgets in the world ready to go oh yeah hold on let me just take out my gadget that bends metal to stop your gun from firing you know what now that i'm thinking about it i know we're going to get to it in the next movie but in the next movie he puts something on his leg yeah that's that helps his leg be able to kick through like uh bricks and stuff like that i wonder if it's the same thing on his hand uh, I don't know. That's kind that of was a, that was something that a lot of people had issues with. We'll talk about next week for yeah. Dark Knight Rises. But uh, yeah, one of the great lines where uh, he tells the bat, the fake Batman, like you know, don't let me find you out here again. We're trying to help you. I don't need help. And then Scarecrow's like, not my diagnosis. And then the fake Batman's like, what gives you the right? What's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Very true. Great line. And Josh still hasn't seen the. You still haven't seen the Pete Holmes ones where he says that. He's just like, I'm not wearing hockey pads. Like, yeah, we know. 
But uh, you no, gotta see those. Seen that. I gotta watch those with you because okay. they're so fucking fun. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it on the podcast. We have time. Uh, so Batman visits Gordon in the bank. The Joker robbed. Uh, and Gordon's like, you know, what about the Joker? What do we do? And Batman's like, one man or the entire mob? He can wait. He's focused on the mob. And then Batman does his first uh, Irish goodbye of the film. Uh, also, this movie right. takes place six months after Batman begins. So Wayne Manor isn't finished yet. Uh, and so, like, they just have a pen. You know, he has a penthouse. And Alfred goes to bring him breakfast into his fucking big room. And he's not there. So then Alfred goes to the uh, their fucking secret place or whatever, but uh, and he's like, "When Wayne be nice, when Wayne Manor's rebuilt, you can swap not sleeping in the penthouse to not sleeping in the mansion." Yeah. And you know, Michael Caine, he's just fucking awesome. His lair is pretty cool. I yeah. mean, it's it's really kind of boss. A lot of room in that lair. Yes, and then Alfred sees Bruce's scars and bruises, and he's like, "Know your limits." Master Wayne. And he's like, Batman has no limits, but you do, sir. And then uh, Bruce is like, well, you know, we all know how much you like to say, I told you so. And again, Christopher Nolan, there's a lot of repeated lines in his movies, and that's one of them that comes back into play later. And comes back to bite him in the butt. Then we meet Aaron Eckhart playing Harvey Dent. And in case you want to know how he got this role, uh, go watch Thank You for Smoking. Such a fucking good movie. It's a great movie. And he's basically the same character, which is why he was perfect for this role. Mm. Uh, then we, we see uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal replacing Katie Holmes as Rachel Dawes. Not no. a fan. Not a fan. And you can't blame the film for it because it's Tom Cruise's fault. In case you didn't know, the biggest rumor, and it makes the most sense, because why wouldn't she do this movie? She she turned down this movie to do an indie film that no one ever saw. Mm. She was like, well, I wanted to, but the you know I already committed to this indie film. It's like bullshit. Tom Cruise was just jealous that she, that she was going to be in a bigger movie than him. I could see that. Tom Cruise totally seems like That's the like the whole you know, Scientology craziness. Yeah. So yeah. This movie really suffered for that. I mean, it's still my favorite movie, but you know. But it's like, like Aaron had said, it's like so off-putting. Like the first time you see, you're like, yeah. Well, if you watch the movies back to back, like we basically did, that's sure. true. It immediately takes you out of it. All of a sudden, it's like, wait, Maggie Gyllenhaal? What? Who the fuck is it? What? It just takes there you was out. A, of there's a uh, really funny Batman rap that came out soon after this movie came out. That's on YouTube. I think if you do Dark Knight rap. Uh, and uh, Alfred's like, what about... He's talking to Bruce, and he's like, but what about Miss Dawes? It's like you forgot her. In Batman Begins, she was so much hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Eric Roberts playing Salvatore Moroni. He's the new uh, crime boss. And, like, the fucking trial where the witness tries to shoot Harvey Dent... And the gun fucking, uh, you know, doesn't work. So Harvey beats the guy up. Just shows that he's also a badass. Want to kill somebody? Don't use ch Chinese guns. He checks the gun. He's like, oh, made in China. Made in China. If you want to kill a public servant, Mr. Maroney, I recommend you buy American. And the judge is like, get him out. And he's like, but your honor, I'm not done. Like, I got to, you know, fuck this shit. So uh, Harvey then meets with Gordon. And he fights uh, with Gordon over warrants without giving him too much info because Gordon's Gordon knows the fewer people who know, the safer the operation. Uh, turns out it didn't matter. But Gordon tells Harvey, we all know you're Gotham's white knights. And then another tease for later, 
Dent's like, well, I, I hear they have another name for me down in MCU. Mm-hmm. Funny how he says MCU, because that wasn't really a thing until... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so then Bruce has Lucius Fox meet with Lau's company because he thinks they're crooked, and obviously he's correct, but he falls asleep during the meeting. And uh, Bruce also tells Fox, I need a new suit. And Fox is like, yeah, three buttons is a little 90s, Mr. Wayne. And he's like, I'm not talking fashion, Mr. Fox. And uh, he shows him, like, the designs he made. And Fox is like, you want to be able to turn your head? Sure would make backing out of the driveway easier. So many good stuff. Which is such a great line because, I mean, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, when you watch the movies, when you watch his fight scenes, he has to turn his whole body body. (laughs) because, like, the fucking mask is connected to the rest of the suit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he... Like when he turns, he has to turn so dramatically in those Batman movies. But I just I love Lucius Fox too. You know, he's he's like Q, like in James Bond. Yeah, it's so fun. He's always got so many different trinkets and toys for for Batman. It's yeah, fun. So then Bruce sabotages a date with Harvey and Rachel, and he brings uh, the prima ballerina for the uh, ballet that's going on at the same time. And he's like, "Oh, let's put a couple tables together." And Harvey's like, "Not sure that they'll let us." Oh, they should. I own the place. <laughs> Just points. Fucking dick move. <laughs> it's a baller move. Dick move. Wouldn't you love to do that? Yeah, you would as Bruce Wayne. But I mean, Harvey Dent's trying to have a nice date with uh, with Rachel. Yeah, well, that's his. I had her first. Fuck face. It's yeah. the Bruce Wayne move. The Bruce Wayne move the. for sure. Yeah. You know what I wonder? Do you think Bruce and Rachel ever fucked? Like before he went to college? I don't. Thanks. Like, do you think they dated so, in high school? They had to have. They had to have, right? You're telling Maybe. me they never fucked? They had to have. They but his chance felt was, like friends. The only time he had the chance was before college, like before he left for college. So if they did, it, it was high school. You're telling me after Batman Begins, once she realized he was fucking Batman, she yeah. didn't immediately make a beeline for him and fuck him? No. Remember at the end of the no. movie? She's like, maybe Stay I'll from. see you when you're not Batman again. And he's like, fuck. I thought this would get me laid. She would have changed her mind after a week. <laughs> she didn't even. She didn't. She didn't even want an upgraded car. Remember, Six she months, was driving that terrible. A few months Ford later, Fiesta. she's bone and dent. Yeah, this fucking dork. That's true. Who's kind of cool, but he's dork. That's don't true. Don't get me. You know, let's not confuse shit here. I don't think they ever boned. I don't think so. Yeah, you might know. be right. Unless you, unless they. I think it was friend school. zone his entire life, which sucks. He was in Maybe. the friend zone. Poor Bruce. Yeah. Uh, he got Catwoman in the end. That's fine. So, uh, I mean, he went, yeah, it's like, well, Rachel, you know, uh, Did they Katie fuck? Holmes, sure. So. Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, maybe not. Uh, Anne Hathaway, yeah, okay, sure. They got the prima ballerina, too. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully he fucked her. But no, uh, I really like this scene because it shows how much Harvey Dent adores Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, in love with this guy. And, you know, he defends Batman from uh, from Rachel talking about Batman. Of course, Bruce is also shitting on Batman because he has to. And then Harvey does the famous, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Which Great that line. also in the trailers were like, oh, my God. You know, like when he says that, the trailers were like, well, yeah, it's fucking great. And then when the ballerina takes like a fucking napkin and holds it over Dent's eyes. And she's like, what if Harvey Dent is be the caped crusader? <laughs> and Harvey's smile. He's he, grinning from ear to ear. He looks so fucking happy. And then even when she <laughs> takes away the napkin, he's still like imagining it in his head. And his eyes are closed. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. 
that would be fucking awesome. He's like, yeah, like, I have a I cape just, and cowl in my oh, house. I love, like, him at that moment was like, oh my God, I want to be Batman so bad. I just love it. I love how much he wants to be Batman in this movie. It makes it that much better when he fucking turns. Yeah, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Uh, so then we find out that an informant in Gordon's unit tipped off the mob. It was probably Ramirez, you know, the fucking uh, woman cop. Yeah, uh, tipped off the mob and Lau, so they weren't able to seize their money. Lau moved all the money and won't say where he's keeping it. I like the little part where they they go in the safe and there's just like only the marked bills were there, right? <laughs> and Gordon kicks one. That was pretty good. It's pretty upset. And then Lau's like, rest ass- telling all the mob, rest assured, your money is safe. Ah ha 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 ha. Oh, oh, e ha, oh, e ha ha. And I thought my jokes were bad. Tell me one reason why my boy here shouldn't pull your head off. How about a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. Ah, ta da! Oh my gosh. Oh, it's gone. And like right there. Because at this point, you don't know if Heath Ledger's Joker is going to be like a pussy like Jack Nicholson's was, where like Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson just can't fight. He has other people beat people up for him or he just shoots people. But right there, it's like, oh, oh, you don't, oh no, you don't fuck with this guy. No. He just put a pencil through a guy's eye. He He's a totally different Joker than we'd ever seen because even in like Batman, uh, the animated series, the, the Joker was a, was like a jovial uh, yeah. Joker, you know. He was still menacing. He was always a but pussy, he wasn't though. Dark. He, he couldn't beat anyone up, really. This guy was dark, and he was. You this could tell like, he was brutal. He'll fuck you up. He yeah. never did anything unless somebody was tied up, and he was just beating him in the face yeah. with a crowbar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fuck with this Joker, and like people, because there's no origin story, and I love what Nolan did, where you know we never find the origin story. Like fans have like theories that he was like a military veteran. <laughs> Like with PTSD, so and it's like, well, that's you know, that could be why he's so badass. Like he could just easily beat people up. <clears throat> but I love how, like, right after he does it, an underrated character in this movie is the Russian mobster because he only has a few lines. But like, I just really like him. Like after he puts the pencil through the guy's eye, they cut to the Russian mobster, and he's like, like not bad. <laughs> he's like, that's pretty good. Enough with the clown. <laughs> And he's like, no, no, no. I, would listen I want to hear a proposition. <laughs> Let's wind the clocks back a year. These cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? Did, did balls drop off? Hmm? You see a guy like me, freak. Guy like me. Look, listen. I know why you choose to have your <clears throat> group therapy sessions in broad daylight. I know why you're afraid to go out at night. The Batman. You see, Batman has shown Gotham your true colors, unfortunately. Dent, he's just the beginning. Oh, and as for the uh, television's so-called plan, Batman has no jurisdiction. He'll find him and make him squeal. I know the squealers when I see them. And what do you propose it's simple. We uh, killed the Batman. Ha, ha, ha. If it's so simple, why haven't you done it already? If you're good at something, never do it for free. How much you want? Uh, half. You're crazy. I'm not. No, I'm not. If we don't deal with this now, soon, 
Little uh, gamble here. Couldn't get a nickel for his grandma. Enough from the clown. Ah, da, 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 da. Let's not blow this out of proportion. You think you could just steal from us and walk away? Yeah. I'm putting the word out. Uh, 500 grand for this clown dead. A million alive so I can teach him some manners first. All right, so listen, why don't you all give me a call when you want to take things a little more seriously? Here's my card. And then he's like, mm -mm. like he's like tugging at the fucking grenades in his jacket. Like, uh. I fucking love that scene. Another thing about this scene that I really love too was like, and it just goes to show you how badass this Joker is. He's not crazy. This Joker had a fucking plan. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he got, he's, a, he's a lunatic, but he's 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 a smart one. Right, smart. He's but a genius. He got offended when they're like, you're crazy. Yeah. No, I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm a schemer. No, I'm not. It was great. Yeah. And also, like, Lau, who was on the TV, was terrified of the Joker. He turned his fucking camera off. He's For like, sure. yeah, I want no part of him. And again, that's another tease, because later he fucking shits its pants when Joker, when he sees Joker in person. That's true. But man, the grenades all in his vest. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we have uh, Batman meeting Dent for the first time. It's Batman, Dent, and Gordon on the roof of the police station. And I love how this scene was shot because the camera slowly spins around them. And if you know anything about filmmaking, that's a really hard shot to pull off because usually behind the camera, there's dozens of people. There's people holding lights. There's uh, So that's a really hard shot to pull off, but I, I really like it. <clears throat> and then Gordon just warns that, you know, He's like, we're going after the mob's life savings. Things will get ugly. And then uh, Batman does his second Irish goodbye. And Dent's like, what the fuck? And Gordon's like, he does that. Yeah. You have to get used to it. Right. Uh, then we have the 007 scene where Fox is showing Bruce his new toys and his bat suit. And he tells him about his, play, uh, about his plan to go after Lau. And he's like, uh, you know, how about getting back into the plane? Now that's more like it, Mr. Wayne. And he, you know, tells him the deal. And then he also shows him the arm blades that shoot out, which teases how Batman beats the Joker at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so much foreshadowing. Really it's fucking scene. great. We get to see his whole workshop there. Really good stuff. Then we have our next Joker scene where he has some teens tell the mob boss that, you know, they killed the Joker. And he's in a body bag, he opens it up. And he's like, so dead, that's 500. And then how about alive? Hmm? Holds him you know, the fucking knife right in his mouth and does the first, you want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night, he goes off crazier than usual. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So, me watching, he takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me, and he says, why so serious? Comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? Sticks the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious? And then, you know, we don't get to see it, but he fucking stabs him in the throat, I guess? That slit his throat. Who knows? Slits his throat. But and then he's... Uh, <laughs> Now, our operation is small, but there's a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. So which of you fine gentlemen would like to be on our team? Oh, there's only one spot open right now, so we're going to have tryouts. And he fucking snaps a pool stick, drops one of it on there. 
make it fast. Like, to your point about a rated R movie, like, I don't know how much more a rated R movie would have made that scene more intense, but like, that was well, a super intense in scene. In that scene, it's scarier that you don't see it. Yes. You know, I saw this movie, the first time I saw it, I was with my family. It was with, uh, My sister was next to me. She was squirming, like audibly squirming mm-hmm. in this scene. Like, she was like, and I'm like, shut up. Well, yeah, because he has the razor blade in in Gamble's mouth. Yeah, the knife. And you can yeah. see it like tugging back and forth. Like, ooh, that looks yeah. really bad. He put a smile on his face. Yeah, yeah. Oof. So uh, then Bruce cancels the ballet to take all of them on his boat to fuck them all. He's like, well, well, actually, it was Alfred's idea. He's like, what if you fucked? What if we, Bruce? What if we all fucked the ballet? <laughs> You you know goddamn sure Alfred got some got some nice nice. Bruce, I've got a great alibi. What, Alfred? Can't we just go on the boat with No, Bruce, we have to take the whole ballet. Except for the men. We're not gonna take any of the men that are in the ballet, Bruce. My, a, I mean Master Wayne. It's a perfect cover. Nah, that's Bruce. He fucked the whole ballet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> He fucked it's, the whole ballet and Alfred just uh, oiled him up. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed because clearly he didn't get laid. He was like, God damn it. Teach I, me. Yeah, so it was funny because my dad was always like wondering. He was like, why was Alfred upset that he had to put on their suntan lotion? Like, wouldn't he be happy? And I'm like, maybe it gave him blue balls. Like, maybe he's just like, you give me blue balls. Well, I mean, it, after, like how many women would it take you before you started to get annoyed would it be like 10, no, 20? No. You, would, you wouldn't be annoyed at like the number 30 woman you're applying suntan oil to? No. Okay, well, maybe for Alfred, he's like, hey, you know, after 15 of these girls, I'm fucking done. Uh, some people said like it's because he's Bruce's servant and they're just like, oh, he's a butler, so he'll serve me too. And he's like, I'm not your bloody servant. You, Thank- you cunt. Thanks that- a lot, Master Wayne. You couldn't give me one. You couldn't give me one of them. <laughs> You had to fuck every can. Can we at least be Eskimo brothers with this no, girl? No, we cannot be Eskimo brothers. I couldn't get the thirtieth. The thirtieth. <sighs> I couldn't get like the twentieth hot, what like hottest one, Master Wayne. Yeah. So he fucks all of them. Then he leaves on boat. I guess they all have to be like, "Hey, you didn't see that, right? You didn't see him leave on that fucking plane, right? What? What? What plane land? I don't understand." <laughs> Uh, if you kids also signed his NDA saying that Bruce was on the boat the whole time <laughs> and that a plane didn't show up and take Bruce. And also, I know you, uh, Veronica, you saw the Batman suit. If you could sign right here saying you didn't see the Batman suit. Uh, you know what? And you know, Batman doesn't kill people, but we have people that kill people, <laughs> if you say anything. <laughs> we still know some of the League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't all die. Well, we fucking learned that Alfred kills people. He does. <laughs> he just burnt the village down. Well, I guess he That's did. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He probably did kill some people. He had a pretty dark uh, 20s and 30s. <laughs> yeah. So Fox uh, visits with Lau just to plant his cell phone in the building. Uh, Fox tells Lau the deal's off, and Lau's like, you know, what the, you know, a simple phone call might have sufficed. And then we have the awesome shot of Christian Bale standing on top of that giant building which he actually did for that scene Fucking he was crazy. actually standing on that building for that one shot <clears throat> and i was like what like how i'm sure he was harnessed to something but still i'd be shitting my fucking pants fucking christopher nolan <laughs> exactly amazing 
Well, watching the movie back, I thought it was kind of interesting too. So when he plants the cell phone in there and he's talking and uh, Bruce is talking with Fox yeah, and they're talking about the technology and he's like, oh, kind of like, you know, the sonar. About the sonar. He's like, oh, like, and he's about to say bats, but he doesn't. He says like submarines. A submarine, Mr. Wayne, like a submarine. Like you think they would have said bats, but I guess that would have been too on the nose. Well, I think that was was Bruce was he was like just like and then he's like a submarine messed away. Yeah, I don't know. This is why he's so great, because if you're talking about crazy real life stunts, you've got Tom Cruise and then you've got anybody in a Christopher Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) Get them all to do crazy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait till we do Dark Knight Rises. But uh, yeah, Fox's cell phone kills the power to the building. Like when Fox leaves and that one security guy's like, "Who's your phone?" and he's like, "I've already got one." The security guy was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I guess that wasn't his phone. Strange." I gave it to some older man. I guess the guy has uh, short-term memory issues. I guess, but the cell phone kills the power of the building. Batman crashes through the window, takes down all of Lau's men. One guy he just backfists, and it was like it's just this really loud, like the last guy he beats up. I fucking love that shot. <clears throat> and then I also love how he's dragging Lau by his foot while he's just like screaming. And then the police show up. You're like, all right, we like Fox mentioned a sky hook, but what is that really? And then we find out what the sky hook is and it just fucking attaches to the plane and he flies away. Like that escape was fucking amazing. That's what I thought. Sky hook was a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. The CIA had a, a plan to get people out of the hot spots called a sky hook. Crazy. We could look into that. But yeah, I think if in real life there was a superhero like Batman that invaded Hong Kong illegally, kidnapped someone and brought them back to the United I would imagine there would be a lot of problems. I imagine China would be very upset. Oh, especially China nowadays? <laughs> yeah. For Jesus real. Like, right. It yeah, would how, start a world war. Yeah, how could this guy be sitting in a Gotham prison? Like, <laughs> China would be like, We're sending then, nukes right now. Right. <laughs> Batman? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, also the timing on the little bombs that he planted before was almost exact to, like, like for movie time and the reality. Like, I timed it. It was only, like, five seconds off. So oh, that was also pretty I never cool. noticed that before. Wow, yeah. that's pretty interesting. And then Batman delivers Lau right to Gordon's doorstep with a note on it. Please deliver to Lieutenant Gordon. And Lau's such a pussy. He just immediately gives up all of his clients for immunity, protection, and a chartered plane back to Hong Kong. And good a calculation. Okay. A calculation? Calculation. That's pretty racist, John. Uh, Shut up. That was just fine. Next up, all the mobsters are having breakfast, and the Russian mob guy's like, he was right. You got to hire the clown. You have to fix main problem, Batman. While he's eating a waffle. And then Gordon shows up. He arrests all of them. Uh, Ma- uh, Maroney's like, you sure you want to embarrass me in front of my, te- my friend's lieutenant? He's like, oh, don't worry. They're coming, too. And they have all 549 of them in the court as at once. And uh, the Joker sees, or I'm sorry, the judge sees a Joker card in her documents. Yeah. Something Another that would actually tease. not happen in real life. What? Having all those criminals all at one point. Oh, of course not. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Uh, so then Dent meets with the mayor and the mayor's like, yeah, everyone's going to come after you now. Not just the mob. You know, politicians, journalists, cops, anyone whose wallet's about to get light. And then uh, the dead Batman wannabe slams right on his window. 
Uh, that was a nice little jump scare in the theater. For real, that was a jump scare. <laughs> ah, yeah. ah. And then for the Joker scene where he's just holding the camera, like that was Heath Ledger was allowed to do whatever he wanted in this scene since he's holding the camera. Like it was oh. just Heath and this fucking guy in a room, you know. And that's pretty cool. Tell them your name, Brian Douglas. Are you the real Batman? No, no, no. <laughs> then why do you dress up like him? Because he's a symbol. We don't have to be afraid of scum like you. Yeah, you do, Brian. You really do. Yeah. Oh, shut, 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 shut. So you think Batman's made Gotham a better place? Hmm? Look at me. Look at me! You see, this is how crazy Batman's made Gotham. You want order in Gotham. Batman must take off his mask and turn himself in. Oh, and every day he doesn't, people will die. Starting tonight. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> yeah, good job there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So the first teaser, before they showed the full trailer, the first teaser was just like the Bat logo. And then it's the Joker saying, like, starting tonight, people will die. I'm a man of my word. And then laughter. Like, that's all the teaser was. We just heard that audio. And again, that was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, the marketing for this fucking movie was so good. You're just like, yeah, you're in for the best movie ever, so get ready. Best trilogy ever. Best trilogy ever, yeah. For sure. I agree as well. So we go to Harvey Dent's fundraiser. Uh, Dent meets Alfred. And there's some foreshadowing here, because... Uh, Dent's like, oh, Rachel talks about you all the time. You've known her her whole life? Oh, not yet, sir. It's like, oh. Oh. Ah. That hits worse knowing what happens. Well, sure. I mean, of course. The first time you saw it, you thought it was just a joke. (laughs) You thought it was just a little, you know, Alfred's funny. He makes jokes. He makes little uh, fucking quacks here and there. And you're like, oh, oh, Alfred, you old fuck. But after the 30th or 40th like, time, you know, it starts You've known her whole life. Well, I mean, she's going to die in like 30 minutes, sir. So there's that. Well, it's even... There's f- that. Lick, you go, a little liquid current, Mr. Dent. It's like, why do you got to say some... You're like the Riddler, Alfred. Liquid current. But all right, sure. I'll take a glass of wine. Thanks. But it's even funnier because when Alfred, uh, when he asked, oh, any crazy ex-boyfriends I need to know about... Oh, you have no idea. Yeah, but not only from Bruce Wayne, but Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. He ends up being crazy as well. That's right. You're going to be a crazy (laughs) ex-boyfriend. So much foreshadowing. So then Bruce arrives late in a helicopter with uh, three or or four. Three. Three beautiful. Three bad bitches. Yeah, and he's like, hey, guys, they all blew me in the helicopter. It's pretty great. Anyways, what's up? What are we doing here? And, you know, he's got to act like the asshole. He roasts Dent in front of everyone, but he also tells them to support him. And then uh, Bruce talks to Rachel privately. He's like, remember what you said at the end of the last movie? Well, uh, I'm uh, holding you accountable to it now. <laughs> Listen, before we go on, can we just talk about Bruce Wayne's sex life real quick? Sure. Okay, so we we talked about him. You know, Rachel was the love of his life, right? Yeah. So obviously he's not fucking any of these women, right? Because he's holding himself for Rachel, right? He's well, saving he, himself for Rachel. I hope not. What do you? What She's do you getting laid. 
Why can't he? I don't know, but he seems like to be so morally upright that I don't think he would be sleeping around on anybody. How could he, he be po- holding himself? How could he possibly Rachel? keep the act up if he wasn't fucking all of these bitches? I, yeah. it's, it sounds. You don't weird. think one of these women would come forward and be like, "I think maybe he's like gay or, <laughs> yeah. or a serial NDA killer"? After India, well, he played a serial. Killer. Like he acted like he was into me, but then he wouldn't do anything. I know it sounds Bruce crazy. Bruce like fifty beards. Like what the hell? It sounds crazy, but I he loves Rachel. So much. No, I don't know. This is if Josh Reese were Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne fucks. I would be pure for sure. Pure <laughs> as the driven snow. Not by choice. All right. Uh, so yeah, he tells you know Rachel like Harvey could be the hero that replaces me. Gotham needs a hero with a face, and then Harvey walks up. He's like, "Oh hey, gee golly, can I have Rachel back, please? Oh, don't cuck me, no." Uh, then we have uh, another great fucking. Uh, scene where uh, the police found three different strands of DNA on the dead body uh, and it had Harvey Dent's DNA, Commissioner Loeb's, and the judge. So it's just like this great montage of like three different things happening at once. Really four. Like Commissioner Loeb starts drinking his booze and Gordon figures it out like just a second too late. He's like, you know, how'd they get my DNA? And he's like, someone with a tissue or a glass. Oh, wait, wait! But he already took a sip. And then Harvey asks Rachel, like, you know, let's get married. But she's like, ah, I don't have an answer. And he's like, Bruce. well, there must be someone else. He's like, just tell me it's not Wayne. The guy's a complete blah. And then, like, <laughs> Bruce just chokes him out from behind to save him. It's so fucking good. Uh, meanwhile, the that judge gets in her car and it explodes. And if you watch the cops that gave her the envelope, like, when the car explodes, the the car, the the cop, the fake cop in the passenger seat like just has like this big like oh like he's so excited so like he was in on it as well interesting okay uh yeah so she's dead then joker i just love how the car exploded and like millions of joker cards flew everywhere oh yeah that's great so fucking cool (laughs) then the uh elevator opens and at first you see the the crooked cop and then it's joker behind him we made it and uh also, in this scene, Michael Caine revealed that he had lines in this scene, but he forgot them because this was the first time he saw Heath Ledger as the Joker and literally shit his pants and forgot his lines. Oh, my God. Like, he was supposed to speak in this scene, but he forgot his lines. Oh my God. What, what are you doing here, sir? <laughs> you, know, like, you know what? That speaks more to like, okay, so like they're in a room full of people and yeah. someone shows up with a gun, everyone screams. But, I mean, if he's scared shitless enough to where like, uh, I, I I have no words, like maybe yeah. the entire crowd was hushed too, like, holy right. fuck. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I only have one question. Where is Harvey Dent? And then he grabs a wine glass from a chick but when he grabs it so hard, all of it falls out. And then he tries to drink it and there's nothing in. And he's like, fuck. And he just puts it down. That is so fucking good. Just that, the, so many little things about his performance. It's like, did he do that on purpose? Like, did he really, like, I'm going to grab it so hard that everything flies out. And then I'm going to try to drink it and nothing happens. Like, he's a joker. He's supposed to be funny. But, like, not on purpose because his real jokes suck. <laughs> But it's God. But not only that, but like the moment before when he was like eating the shrimp, but he was like, yeah, <laughs> like just aggressively. Nom, 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 nom. And then he's he starts threatening everyone, but Rachel steps in, and that's where he's like, "Hello, beautiful. No. You must be Harvey Squeeze." 
Hmm? And you are beautiful. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? Well, I know how I got them. Oh, come here. Hey, look at me. <laughs> See, I had a wife who's beautiful, like Josh, who tells me I worry too much, who tells me I ought to smile more, who gambles and gets in deep with the sharks. Hey, one day they carve her face. We had no money for surgeries. She can't take it. I just want to see her smile again. Hmm? I just want her to know I don't care about the scars. So I stick a razor in my mouth and do this to myself. Hey, you know what? She can't stand the sight of me. He leaves. Now I see the funny side. Now I'm always smiling. And then she fucking knees him in the crotch or something. He's like, oh, little fight in you. I like that. Then you're gonna love me. Batman shows up. No one else saw him apparently somehow, but you know, right. Batman's like Batman's like just waiting there for him to finish the monologue. He's like, when do I interrupt? I have yeah. to wait. I have to wait to say something cool. Like, no, Batman's like, I'm kind of enthralled. I, I kind yeah. of want to finish how he got He's the just story. Standing there while Joker's talking. <laughs> just waiting right behind, like, wait, 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 wait. not yet. Okay, now, <laughs> yeah, little fine you. I like that. Oh, that's great. I'm Batman. <laughs> You're gonna love me. Yeah. So Batman fights the goons, but Joker grabs Rachel with a gun to her head, and Batman says, Let her go. Very poor choice of words. And like the first time, I just laughed my fucking ass off because he just lets her go. And people may criticize how Batman saved Rachel in this scene, but the cape slowed them down to land safely on the taxi car. Sure. I don't want to hear it. He's Batman. It's Batman. It's, it's Batman. Fine. Didn't even kill the guy in the taxi car. No, that guy was fine. <laughs> Barely hurt the taxi at all. Uh, yeah, look, the cape, he flies with the cape. The cape slowed them down. They're totally fine. Not even a scratch. <laughs> He's fine. It's magic. <laughs> People also point out, like, you know, how did Joker get away after that? Because couldn't right. Batman have just, like, used his grapple gun and gotten right back there? Well, it was pretty high. But not only that, Joker sure. didn't kill anybody in that room. He just kind of, he just kind of I'm left. a bounce, guys. Yeah. I'll catch you guys at the next murder. All right. We're out of here. <laughs> See you guys later. Entertainment's I bet, rolling. I bet they filmed the scene like showing just them leaving, but they were like, yeah, it's not necessary. We have to go to the next scene. Um, so you're saying we need a, the Christopher Nolan cut that's like six hours long? I, God, I wish. This really should have been wish. the part. Like, the, Okay, this is the first part where I start oh. having an issue with this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh -huh. this is the guy that trained with the League of Shadows. Yeah. He beat Ra's al Ghul. This is the baddest fucking guy on the planet. And he can't just end this whole thing right there. He can't just knock the fucking Joker out and this whole thing's over she right there. He had Rachel. He had Rachel. Before that. He's Batman. He's fighting the other goons. He was fighting like six goons and then he threw, uh, he threw Rachel overboard. You know, he's... Eh. He was split. He couldn't. He couldn't do both at once. Uh, they had guns. A little bit. Okay. Okay. They had guns. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, but you're right. He is a badass. He's a badass. So then we have Alfred's like big scene where Bruce tells Alfred criminals aren't complicated, which is a direct quote from Ra's al Ghul in Batman Begins, because Ra's al Ghul tells Bruce a criminal is not complicated. And now oh. Bruce, taking what he learned from Ra's al Ghul, criminals aren't complicated. And then that's where Alfred's like, perhaps 
This is a man you don't fully understand either. A long time ago, I was in Burma. I was working for the local government. Oh, boy. And there was this piece of shit who stole the stones. So we went looking for the stones. Some people say I do a better Alfred than Joker. Uh, but no. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a joke. Bad. It's a joke, Josh. This is a very dramatic version. That's where he's like, you know, we couldn't find the rubies. And he saw one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby. The size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing him away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical. They can't be bought, bullied, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. And like Bruce is looking at the camera footage of Joker. <laughs> smiling. Smiling at him. That line, yeah, When he says that line with the video shot yeah. of Heath Ledger's face... Right. Fucking amazing. It's amazing. I'm kind of curious now, since Criminals Aren't Complicated was in the first one. Yeah. We had it here. I wonder if it's going to be in the third. I don't know. Uh, no, third? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I, w- I think I would remember that because hmm. I've, I've known about that line in, in both movies. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah. The best. So the best meme from some men just want to watch the world burn. There's a meme where like Skittles and M&Ms are mixed together. <laughs> And then the picture below is Alfred. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Those people are assholes, for I mean, sure. my God. Yes. Could you, like, that's some prank to do on someone. Hey, man, you want some M&M's? Yeah, you just pour a bunch of M&M's and Skittles on their hand. Oh. oh, God, no! I can't even imagine how bad that tastes. That's, that's got to be disgusting. I, I've not seen that meme, but that is a good meme, for sure. We should do that to our yes. kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My fucking son be like, this is amazing. <laughs> kids love mixing random shit together. Like the kids that would just put all the sodas in one cup. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried that once. I didn't like it. Nah. Skittles or M&M's? Skittles. M&M's. M&M's. Yeah, yeah Josh. Of course you had the wrong opinion. Together, all right. <laughs> watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the Joker had two more people killed. Were they cops? The the ones that Richard Dent and Patrick Harvey, they were in the apartment, like, ate the orchard. You'll find Harvey Dent there. I think so, because they, they had, like, kind of official badges. Or they, oh, yeah, they did have badges, right? I don't know what they were for, though. Oh, did they? I missed that. Maybe they were Arkham badges? Ooh, I don't know. Anyways, it's not important, but oh. Batman then takes a piece of wall uh, where one of the bullets was shot, and he uses science to... Uh, re- well, this Batman... <laughs> Batman's Talk gonna about have, technology. Batman's going to have the highest tech. For sure. You don't get it? Oh, I get it. I understand it fully. <laughs> he uses the science to recreate the bullet uh, to find the fingerprint. <clears throat> I thought it's cool Batman science. No, it's great Batman that's, science. That's something that Batman could do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's technology that maybe police departments well, that's could use Michael instead Kane, of Batman. Uh, Alfred says that in Dark Knight Rises. He's like, why not give this to the police? <laughs> right. Let them be Batman. He's like, they can't be Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, so then Fox uh, asks Bruce about a new... Uh, he's like, did you move R&D? Like, and he's like, yeah, new uh, telecommunications government project or whatever. And Fox asks about him. Bruce is like, oh, I'm playing this one pretty close to the chest. Fair enough. Tell him right now. Fair enough. Uh, then some shithead that works for Wayne Enterprises, like their finance department, I guess, or whatever. I think it was an outside lawyer that was doing some like stuff for him. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, it was about the financial stuff. Right. 
He confronts Fox because he figured out that Bruce is Batman. He's like, yeah, I started digging up some old files, and he finds the Batmobile. He's like, uh, yeah, what about this, huh? What are you building for him now, a rocket ship? And then he's like, I want $10 million a year for the rest of my life. And it's like, you're a pretty smart guy. You, feel, you figured out who Bruce Wayne is, but you just made a really stupid deal. $10 million a year? Why not just take a one-time payout of like $200 million instead of just getting these paychecks every year? Right. Like, if you win the lotto, you don't take the 20-year plan. You take the bulk because the interest alone will keep you ahead. Hey, Josh, you know who that was supposed to be, right? No. Andrew, you know who that was supposed to be, right? I mean, that's... I don't necessarily believe it was supposed to be him, but I think it was just a little nod to that. A little nod, yeah. It was supposed to be the Riddler. Interesting. Okay, hmm. Which is kind of disappointing because holy fucking shit. Can you imagine the Riddler yeah. in a Christopher Nolan movie? Well, so that was the rumor. Um, yeah. the, the rumor was that they were going to get Johnny Depp to play the Riddler for the third one. Oh. But he went with Bane instead. That would have been amazing. I mean, that would have been amazing, sure. But it's not like it's not like Tom Hardy wasn't awesome as Bane. No. Right. So it's fine. I'm not losing sleep over it. But, but after sure, seeing, that'd be cool to see. But after seeing what the Riddler could be in the... The latest movie. I I mean, it was a fucking train wreck. But what it could be done well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, seeing this trilogy of movies, because we're going to see the next one next week. But like, it just makes me sad that Christopher Nolan isn't doing every Batman movie going forward. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to do Batman. I know. Forever. I know. Well, I see that. That was funny. But no, I mean, like, these are so perfect. And like. That's why I've said, uh, how often does Warner uh, Brothers call Christopher Nolan, they're like, hey, how about $2 billion? Will you do it now? Just checking in, our monthly check-in. How much money do you want? Yeah, but Josh, if every day was Christmas, it wouldn't be Christmas yeah, exactly. anymore. Right. Christmas only comes once a year. Batman movies Josh, come right. even rarer if, than if that. If he made 10 Batman movies, would they still be good? No. A lot of people don't like Dark Knight Rises. Wow. Now, I think those people are insane, but... Yeah, there's you know there's some issues with the movie. I, I I acknowledge that. We'll acknowledge that next week and all. But I he eventually still love would it. have gotten to Batman Seven and done what the Calendar Man. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> right. on, Nick, Nicholas Cage. I want to play the Calendar Man. No, he wanted to play Egghead. I want to play Egghead. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty good. Call Christopher Nolan. What's that? He blocked my phone number. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's like, I want ten million dollars a year and. Uh, Morgan Freeman's like, let me get this straight. You believe that your client, one of the wealthiest, powerful men in the world, is secretly a vigilante who spends his nights beating criminals to the Pope, and your plan is to blackmail this person? Good luck. And the guy's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I've changed my mind. I think I'm going to sit with that info. Right. No, that, that was a great comeback for yeah. sure. Right. I love that. Good Lucius luck. Lucius Fox, amazing. I love him. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. So then we have Commissioner Loeb's funeral. It's daytime, so Batman can't come out to play. So Bruce takes a motorcycle to the apartment of the guy who matched the fingerprint. And Bruce finds the real soldiers tied up. He looks out the window, uh, but there's a timer to open the blinds to distract the snipers. And they shoot at Bruce. Meanwhile, Joker and his goons were acting as the soldiers. And for like half a second, we see Joker without the makeup. It's this quick little thing that the first time you saw it in theaters, you were like, whoa, 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 what? You know, like, 
And like they show you like enough of the scars on his face to where it's like, okay, we know it's him, but uh-huh. just this little fucking shot. Uh, Joker shoots at the mayor, but Gordon gets in front, takes the hit. And that's where they want everyone to think that, you know, Jim Gordon is dead. And it went out they the theater. Did shoot him. Yeah. I mean, hit him in the back. He was wearing a vest. I guess. Yeah. Because later he's like, keep things close to the vest. Uh, uh, like those bullets. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, they want everyone. I didn't necess- I didn't think he was really dead. Because I was like, well, he hasn't even become Commissioner Gordon yet. So I don't think he's dead. I don't know. The first time they got me because, I, you know, it looked like it was a good kill shot. I wasn't you know. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. When I saw this in theaters, I was so fucking pissed off when this happened. <laughs> right. Because I bought in. Um I the scene is just perfect chaos. It felt so real. For sure. Like when Harvey and Rachel are trying to find each other and there's shots and like they're just holding their hand up like, oh fuck. Like it's just a natural reaction to gunshots and everything. Like it was just so chaotic. It felt so dangerous and real. I will say that this was the first time where the Joker's plan was maybe a little bit bad because they took two practice shots first. Like they should have just shot first and then what? when they were doing the gun salute, they, they did two shots up in the air. And yeah. the third shot was the one where they went for the mayor. Like they should have just shot him first time. This is where Josh just gets confused. No, that's what happened. No, they shot twice in the air to make everyone be like, yeah, okay, they're going to do the shots in the air. If you do it the first time, it's way too obvious. Second time? I don't know. No. I just thought it was a little bit rough. Rough? A little bit rough. This is where you just get lost, Josh. I thought it was And like, rough. your brain just is like, oh my God, I can't process what happened. No, I, no, I just thought no it was a, a bad plan. I thought it was it's, ill-planned. Uh, okay, all right. It was ill-planned. No, it wasn't. Just because your stupid brain thinks it was doesn't mean it was, Josh. Not, not everything has to be Andrew's perfection. It made perfect sense, Josh. Yeah, it does. Fake, fake, blah. Right. Um, that's You've, how you do it. Yeah. Um, you, you don't you, just immediately go, blah. Yeah. They have the guns. You give everyone a sense of comfort. Like, yeah, we're going to shoot in the air. One time. Okay, it's normal. Oh, they're shot again. Okay, I can just not. I can just be distracted, do whatever. Gordon was the only one that didn't trust it. That's yes. why he saved the mayor. That's how he... No one else was fucking thinking anything was off. Oh. Yes. <clears throat> but Gordon was the only one that was... You know, he had his fucking eye on the prize. Oh. He didn't trust it. So, uh, yeah, police tell Gordon's wife that he's dead. And, you know, obviously she freaks out. And she sees Batman there. And she yells at him. And Batman's so pissed. He just fucking goes in the club and beats up all of Maroney's men and takes them with him. And another... One of my favorite Batman scenes in this movie, because it's really all about the Joker, but um, Batman holding Maroney like three stories up and Maroney's like, uh, from one professional to another, you're trying to scare somebody, pick a better spot from this height, fall wouldn't kill me. I'm counting on it. And then he's like, ah! that's like one of those screams where it's just like a fucking coward, yeah. like screaming. At the- I mean, yeah, anyone would falling three stories, but... For sure. That was a cool badass Batman scene where it's like you could he's really starting to lose it. And seeing his legs snap in half. Breaking Maroney's legs. By the way, quick little side note. When he first went in the club raging uh-huh. out, did he know, like, was he in on it that Commissioner Gordon was okay? Or did he believe no. that Gordon was dead at that moment? Because it seemed no. like later on he was in on it. But it did seem like that, right? Because it seemed like later it was like, oh, this was all our plan. But in I don't that, think so. But in that moment, it seemed like he was just 
raging. Rage. And that's why that scene was so fucking cool because usually he's all like hiding in the shadows and Batman and all that shit. And this one was just, he just walked into a fucking club and started fucking people no, up. No, he thought Gordon was dead. That's why he started losing his mind. Right, yeah, he had to have. Because even later yeah. he tells Den Gordon's dead and he's like, he fully believes it. Like right. he's pissed off. That's that's the whole purpose of him just storming that club and right and th- even throw like Gordon's dead. I'm gonna throw Maroney off this fucking right building because I'm so pissed off. Yeah. So yeah. Also, yeah, I don't think he would also visit the wife and be like, sorry. So yeah. Um, but no, I, li- I like when he's talking to Maroney after he falls. He's like, where is he? And he's like, I don't know. He found us. He must have friends. And then Maroney's like, friends. You met this guy? <laughs> it's so fucking good. And then, uh, meanwhile, Harvey hijacks the ambulance that uh, one of the goons was in because the police caught him. It was actually the same goon that uh, killed those other two people uh, before in the apartment scene. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Harvey takes the goon somewhere, and he plays Russian roulette with him to get the info. But Batman stops him, and he's like, you know, you're the symbol of hope I can ever be. If anyone saw this, everything would be undone. And uh, Batman tells Den he's turning himself in, and Den just is like, you can't give in. You can't give in! Screams, and like... He's so mad. This scene shows, like, Dent slowly turning to the dark side. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's playing Russian roulette, but it's a, the coin is the same on both sides, you know? That's where it's like... He wasn't really going to kill the guy, but he's starting to lose his fucking mind. Uh, he was worried for Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Bruce tells Rachel, like, his plan. He's going to turn himself in. And she's like, no, don't do that. And then Bruce and Rachel kiss. Bruce is fully on board with the, I'm going to turn myself in, okay? Like, this is the right thing to do. And Rachel's like, but if you turn yourself in, they're never going to let us be together. That totally fucks with his head there. Which is fucked up because after watching this movie... She had already decided. Yeah, she had already well, decided. Well, she decided she was, once Bruce didn't turn her didn't turn himself in. That's when she got all pissy. And she she had wrote already, that breakup note so quick. I think she had decided early on in this movie. She was so all. Too. She had already moved on from Bruce. Yeah, but she didn't write the note until he didn't turn him until Dent turned himself in. Because because she's all about like I want to be with the hero, and then Dent's Dent's the one that sacrifices himself, so she chooses him. But you she know. wouldn't have choosed him if he would have turned himself in. She said she they wouldn't be together. He said she said they wouldn't. She yeah, would. They she wouldn't would let still them be, be together. She would still be in love with him if Bruce turned himself in. Yes, they wouldn't be together, but she would still be in love with him. By him not turning himself in, that's where she like fell out of love with Bruce. Mm. Yeah, mm. and that's that's when she wrote the note. You know, I think she had already decided before that that she was in love with Dent. I think she had already moved on, and that's why that's why that's why this version of Rachel, I think, was less likable than Batman Begins because I think the whole movie she had already moved on, and she was just leading him she on. Still kissed him mm. again. She didn't write the note till later. I mean, it's a yeah. I've watched the movie hundreds of times, right? But uh, yeah, Bruce says Alfred, and that's my yeah. That's how I'm. That's my answer for everything. Well, I watched the movie more times. So. <laughs> okay. So Bruce says Alfred burn anything that could lead back to Lucius or Rachel. And then Alfred tells Bruce, you know, like, what would you have me do? And Alfred's like, endure, Master Wayne. That's the point of Batman. He could be the outcast. And Bruce is like, well, nope, I can't do it. So today you get to say I told you so. And Alfred's like, today I don't want to. 
<laughs> but I did bloody tell you. It's funny. This is a good line. It's like, I suppose they're going to lock me up as well as your accomplice. Accomplice? I'm going to tell them the whole thing was your idea. Some great humor there. Then we have the press conference that Dent holds. He defends Batman. Someone's like, but things are worse than ever. And Dent says, the night is darkest just before the dawn. And I promise you, the dawn is coming. And then Bruce is about to turn himself in, but Dent says, I am the Batman. So, Which is something I guess he's been waiting to say the entire movie. Oh, yeah. He fucking jizzed in his pants when he said that <laughs> shit. He's like, I'm the Batman. Oh, yeah. Finally, I can say this somewhere other than the mirror at my house. But it was a good plan. Because, like, Rachel, that's when Rachel gets pissed. She gives the note to Alfred, and then she tries to stop Dent. And he's like, you know, this is the Batman's chance. Joker will try, try to take me down, and, and Batman will come save me and take down the Joker. Yeah, it's great. Good and plan. Rachel's trying to convince him not to go through it. And he's like, he, he goes, heads, I go through with it. Tosses her the coin. This is your life. You can't leave something like that to chance. He's like, I'm not. And then she flips the coin around. Both sides are heads. And she's like, he fucking tricked me into getting that date. Because earlier in the movie, he's like, yeah, this coin got me my first date with you. It's like, yeah, there was never going to be a no, honey. <laughs> uh, like, That's not cool. No. And then she's like, yeah, you make your own luck. Another repeated line. Then we have the car chase. One of the best action scenes ever. For sure. One of my favorites of all time. They transport Dent in a SWAT truck. So Joker sends all of his men after him. One big truck sends a SWAT truck into the lake. Then Joker shows up in a big truck that says laughter is the best medicine, but he added an S in the front. Slaughter Slaughter. is the best medicine. Great. Then he just starts blowing up cop cars with a bazooka. And uh, thankfully, Batman shows up in the Batmobile. And the first guy, there's a guy in a a fucking uh, dumpster, uh, dumpster truck, dump Mm -hmm. truck, sorry. And he just drives right under him. And, like, the whole fucking truck just hits the ceiling. That guy's dead. That guy's totally dead. That guy's dead, for sure. He totally killed that guy. But I, I like the scene, because, you know, when they open the slaughter thing and they start shooting the, the stuff, they start with the, the Uzi. Yeah. Then they move to the shotgun. Right. It's like, oh, it's going to take something much more than that. And then the bazooka. The bazooka? The bazooka? <laughs> but I like when, when Batman uh, kills the dump truck... Like Joker, there's just a little thing where he's like, hmm. And it's like, just that little thing is so good for me. Um, Maybe he does murder. So Joker fires the at the truck. Dent is in, but Bat, but the Batmobile takes the hit. Uh, and, you know, he saves Harvey. And Joker gets in a different truck where, like, the, that guy's... I guess that's the one that the... No, it's not, because he destroyed that one. But there's an old guy that's passed out, and Joker's like, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Dent. Oh, excuse me, I want to drive, and just pushes him out. Uh, And then when the Batmobile turns into the motorcycle. Oh, my God. No one saw that shit coming. coming. That was not in the trailer. We saw that the Batpod was in the trailer, but we don't know how he got it. And then it's like, what? There was a motorcycle in this thing the whole time? Right. Oh, that was so fucking great. Fucking amazing. That was such a good reveal. Uh, then Joker had some goons shoot wires across buildings and it caused a helicopter to crash. Again, he's like the biggest schemer ever. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Batman's lost all control. He's like, fuck everything. I'm getting this guy. He shoots through like a mall or something, like some indoor like place. And yeah. people are just like jumping out of the way. He's almost hitting them. <laughs> I and know then he, he's driving through like the row of cars, just yeah. 
Just breaking Bl- the- Blowing all of them up. <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't blow the one that those two kids were in. I know. That were also right? pretending to blow cars up. <laughs> and then they're like, what? Did we just do something? Uh, but I like when he gets out in the street and then Joker's like, now there's a Batman. And then Batman flipping Joker's truck. That was awesome. That's quite the stunt. Non-CGI. Yeah. Fucking amazing stunt. Um, I know they did some of the car stunts with miniatures, um, but I don't remember exactly which ones, but they did some of them with miniature cars and stuff like that. So that was interesting. But yeah, Batman at this point, he's just charging at the Joker, uh, thinking about running him over. This this is the scene that reminds me of Batman 1989, where Batman's in the Bat plane. Yes. And he's and just... Jack Nicholson is is staring down at him and, and he's just and Batman's like, I'm just gonna crash into you. <laughs> But then, you know, uh, Jack Nicholson shoots down the bat plane. But it reminds me of that. I think Nolan might have done it on purpose, like as just a little fucking homage thing or something. But It's a good scene. It's really good. So, yeah, Joker's like, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. And then Batman can't do it, so he crashes. And then one of the goons tries to take off Batman's mask, but it shocks him, and Joker laughs his ass off. He's like, that was pretty fucking funny. Fucking spits on him. Yeah. Uh, Then Joker gets on top of Batman, but the secret SWAT guy was Gordon all along. We got you, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's true. That deserves... There you go. Joker gives up very easily, which... Obviously, obviously should have been telling. <laughs> should have been some foreshadowing on Gordon's part. Uh, then we have Joker in prison where the mayor's like, what do we got? And Gordon's like, nothing. No matches on prints, DNA, dental, clothing is custom. Nothing in his pockets but knives and lint. No name, no other alias. And people have pointed out, it's like, they did everything to try to identify him except take his makeup off. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, but, you know. Uh, I don't know if that would have Kind of needs the makeup on for these scenes. That's fine. I just love when they were showing, like, all the shit that they were pulling out of his pockets and stuff like that. One of them was a potato peeler. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. He had fucking so many knives and shit. I mean, we didn't mention it earlier. He had a knife in his shoe. (gasps) That's right. When he was kicking the shit out of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So the mayor tells Gordon, you know, you're the new commissioner. And they all applaud, including Joker. Which was improvised by Heath Ledger. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Added some creepiness. And like of gifts that are used, that's like probably the most famous Heath Ledger gif as the Joker that is used. Great moment. On the interwebs. Um, I really like this scene where Gordon goes home. I mean, his wife slaps him. Not that scene. Because he didn't tell anyone. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, look, sorry, all right? (laughs) She's like, you fucking asshole. I love you. (laughs) She's like... Dave from next door, I'm already fucking him. He's like, no, <laughs> it was two days, you slut. It's grief. What? It's different. <laughs> you know? But no, I really love when he wakes up his son and his son's like, did Batman save you, daddy? And he's like, actually, this time I saved him. Oh. That was a really sweet scene. Yeah, that was good. The feels. And Gordon's like, actually, I'm kind of hot shit right now, son. <laughs> you should have seen me. Maybe I'm Batman. I don't know. I'm fucking commissioner now, too. Yeah. So Gordon gets called back to the station because Dent is now missing. And he tells Joker, you know, Harvey Dent never made it home. Of course not. What have you done with him? Me? I was right here. And he shows him the cuffs. Who'd you leave him with? Hmm? (laughs) Your people? Assuming, of course, they still are your people and not Maroney's. 
does it depress you, Commissioner, to know just how alone you really are? Does it make you feel responsible for Harvey's current predicament? Where is he? What's the time? What difference does that make? Well, depending on the time, he might be in one spot or several. And then Gordon's like, if we're going to play games, I'm going to need a cup of coffee. Ah, the good cop, bad cop routine. Ugh. The good cop, bad cop routine? Not exactly. And then turns the lights on. How long has Batman's been standing there? Must have been a while. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, that Batman had to go right. in first. First. <laughs> and then, like, uh, bring the Joker in. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Yeah, because it had to wait for Gordon to get there, too. So he's sitting there for half an yeah. hour, just patiently breathing in the background behind the Joker. Yeah. Bashes his head on the fucking desk. And he's like, uh, never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. He can't feel the next. See? You wanted me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you'd do. And you didn't disappoint. You let five people die. Then you had Dent take your place. Even a guy like me, that's cold. And look, do you want me to do the fucking thing again? Those mob fools want you gone so they could go back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Then why do you want to kill me? (laughs) I I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, 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 no. See, you, you complete me. You're garbage. Who kills for money? Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. They need you right now. When they don't, they'll cast you out. Like a leper. You see, their morals, their code. It's a bad joke. Dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these uh, civilized people, they'll eat each other. You see, I'm not a monster. I'm just head of the curve. And then Batman grabs him. <clears throat> he's like, where's Dent? And he's like, you have all these rules and you think they'll save you. And he's just like slamming the Joker around. Gordon's like outside. He's like, he's, he's in control. Yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, okay, buddy, whatever you say. And then, uh, you know, that's where uh, he's telling the Joker, you know, he's considering breaking his one rule. And mm-hmm. Joker's like, well, you're going to have to play my little game if you want to save one of them. He just starts, Batman just starts brutally beating the shit out of him. Nope, you jumped the gun. So then Joker said, Batman's like them, and he's like, you know, for a little while there, I thought you really were, Dent, the way you threw yourself after her. And that's where Batman's like, oh shit, he's got Rachel too. Mm. And that's when he starts beating the shit out of him. And Joker's just like, you have nothing to threaten me with. He's laughing as he's beating him up, which was so fucking amazing. Creepy. Uh, then Joker's finally like, don't worry, I'm going to tell you where they are, both of them. And that's the choice. That's the point. You'll have to choose. And then he gives Batman both address. He's like, she's at so-and-so, he's over there. And Gordon's like, which one are you going after? Rachel! So uh, Harvey and Rachel are held in different buildings with a bunch of oil drums and a timer. And they also have phones, so they get to talk to each other before they die. It's very sweet. <laughs> so sad. Uh, Dent tries to break out, but he knocks over an oil drum. Half of his face lands on it. One of the cops thinks uh, he's going to beat up the Joker, but Joker baits the cop, and he's like, uh, how many of your friends have I killed? And then the cop kind of goes into this little thing. He's like, you killed six of my friends. And then Joker just goes, ten. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually killed ten of his friends. And then oh, his, Is that what he said? I always thought it yeah, was like, goes, ow, I did. No, he goes, ten. 
oh, like 10 of your friends, actually. And then that's where he does the, you want to know why I use a knife? Guns are too quick. You can't savor all the little emotions. You see, in their last moments, people show you who they really are. So in a way, I knew your friends better than you ever did. So fucked up. Would you like to know which of them are cowards? And yeah, so the cop goes after him, but he's got a broken piece of mirror next to him after where Batman slammed his fucking head. Uh, Then uh, he's holding him. The cops are like, what do you want? He's like, I just want my phone call. So he makes the phone call. The fat goon explodes, kills everyone. The guy early is like, my insides hurt. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Oh, he's got his bomb in his stomach. No problem. (laughs) Boss said he was going to turn my insights and make it a tabby cloud. Boss said he'd make the voices go away. <laughs> said he'd replace them with bright lights like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, he sure uh, did. Everyone's yeah. dead except for the Joker uh, and Lau. He kidnaps Lau. Uh, Rachel tells Dent she wants to marry him. She chooses him. Batman enters the building thinking it's Rachel, but he finds Dent instead because Joker swapped the addresses. The devious fucking Joker. And Batman's like pulling Harvey out of the building. Harvey doesn't even want to leave because he's got Rachel on the line. And he's like, Rachel, Rachel. And fuck, man. Rachel dies. That was a shocker. I That's where I was like, what? This is What a, just happened? This is a great payoff because this is such a movie trope. Like we saw this in, what was it? Uh, Batman Forever. Where there uh-huh. was... Uh, uh, Robin and the was it Nicole Kidman? Yeah, and it's like, well, obviously, neither of these people are gonna die. This is a Batman movie, right? Nope, they did it in this one, they did it. Yeah, Rachel's dead. Holy shit, I was shocked. Then the, the building Harvey was in explodes, and because he's got the oil in his face, sets half of his face on fire. Ugh. Uh, Joker then kidnaps Lau, like, he goes over to the Lau's cell, and Lau's just like clinging to the fucking jail cell. He's so scared, and Joker just rings the keys, and he's like. Hello there. And Lau's like shitting himself. Um, also, the fucking shot of Joker hanging out of the car window, the cop car window. It's great as he's driving around. No, he's not driving. He's in the backseat. He wasn't driving? No. No, he's in the backseat. He's in the backseat, John. Yeah, but the door was open. And I could see him swinging around. No. I always thought he was driving in that no, scene. No, that's how he was so in the moment. He was just hanging out the window like... Uh, yeah, he was I in the, always thought he was driving. He was in the back seat. Yeah, that's why I was thought it was so weird. I thought you, he was sticking his head out the back window. I don't know. No, he <laughs> no, he's not driving. No, Josh. he couldn't be a responsible driver and a lunatic at the same time, Josh. I don't think he was very responsible at all in this movie. So you're you're de- you're claiming you're right again. So I've seen the movie how many times? No, but you're going to claim that you're right a bunch of times too. I'm just saying. I'm shocked. I always thought yeah, he, he was. was. He was in the back seat. Okay. No, he wasn't driving. But awesome shot. Yeah. Uh, Batman finds Dent's coin from Rachel's building, leaves it at Harvey's side in his hospital room. Dent later wakes up and finds one side of the coin all fucked up now because of the explosion. And That's another great scene because he's screaming, but we don't hear it. It's just like this really loud, like ominous tone that it's so loud, but it's just that whole fucking shot like speaks volumes because he's in so much pain, but you don't hear him. Then Gordon uh, visits Dent, and Harvey makes him call him the name that he had. He was like, remember that name you all had for me in Eternal Affairs? What was that, Gordon? He's like, oh, Harvey, come on. He's like, say it. Say it! And then he's like, Two-Face, Harvey. Harvey, Two-Face. And then he's like, why should I hide? 
who I am. And Gordon apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, that's when we finally see his face. And he's like, no, you're not. And we didn't see Two-Face until the movie. They hinted at it um, in the trailers, but we never saw his actual face. Everyone was kind of like worried, like, oh, God, what's that going to look like? I hope it doesn't look like Tommy Lee Jones. Uh. Um, but it was like one of the few things they use CGI for, and that was uh, Harvey's face. He was terrifying for and sure. And it looked great. Oh, Two- Two-Face was a great villain in this. He was really good. Yeah. Uh, so Very then uh, Maroney's had enough of the Joker. He tells Gordon where Joker is. Uh, Alfred reads the note. Rachel left uh, Bruce saying she's going to marry Harvey. And then the scene of Bruce crying to Alfred, uh, where they shot that scene, that's the same room that my sister got married in. <laughs> oh, wow. Like that's, well, they, so outside that room, there's it's like fucking 20 stories up or whatever. Like they got married outside. Then the rest of like the reception was inside that room so that was really cool because like a lot of the movie was filmed in chicago that's right nice wedding jewel nice wedding yeah it was good (laughs) it is kind Um, of funny how gotham moved over the years because in in the next movie it's in pittsburgh right a lot of it is yeah he wanted every well he wanted every movie to look different like Yeah. yeah yeah um but no that scene where alfred brings bruce he's like a prepared some supper and he's like bruce doesn't say anything he's like very well then that's the same scene in Batman Begins when Bruce's parents are killed and Alfred's like, a prepared supper. Very well then. And then he's like, Alfred. And they, it's like that's how that both of the scenes are. Hmm. Um, and he tells Alfred, you know, she was going to wait for me. And Alfred takes the note back and tells him, oh, that's, this could wait till later. Doesn't tell him what it is. And then Bruce asks, uh, asks Alfred, you know, did you catch that bandit? And he's, he's like, yes. How? We burnt the forest down. It's like kill a lot of villagers, <clears throat> like just telling Bruce, like, well, that's kind of what it takes. You got to be just as crazy as the other crazy motherfucker. Uh, so then we have Joker. He found all the fucking money. He's at the top of the. It's a giant pile of money. My God, Scrooge McDuck is coming <laughs> in his pants, seeing all that money. And oh, like, who wouldn't great. want to slide down a giant pile of money, right? And he did it so great. I told you. I'm a man of my word. Slides down. Where's the Italian? <laughs> I love that. And also Lau's on top. He's throwing the money at Lau. Like while the Russian guy's like, what do you do with all your money? See, I'm a guy of simple tastes. I enjoy dynamite and gunpowder and gasoline. And you know the thing they have in common? They're cheap. And they start pouring the gasoline all over the money. The Russian guy's like, thought you were a man of your word. And he goes, oh, I am. I'm only burning my half. But then he sets all of the money on fire. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm only burning my half. Then immediately he's like, yeah, I just lied to you. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, he just said I'm burning my half. Was that only half? But no, that was all the money. Then you have to also remember, uh. Lau's at the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So he gets burned alive. For yep. sure. And th- that's another thing about how it could have, this scene could have been a little better if it was rated R. Right. Because they couldn't even have Lau screaming. Right. Burning to while, death. Even not, not, like, not even showing it. They couldn't have him screaming and burning to death uh, in a PG-13 movie. But it's like, yeah, he set him on fire. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> then fucking killed uh, the Italian guy and fucking just started no. going through. 
He didn't kill the Italian guy? That guy was Russian. Russian, Italian. Maroney's the... Excuse me, sir? I'm sorry. Bad. Uh, they killed the bad guy. Yeah. He fucking has his guys take him away, and then Joker's like, I'm going to steal your dogs. These are my dogs now. <laughs> Why don't we cut you up and feed you to your pooches? Hmm? And then we'll see how loyal a hungry dog really is. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. Everything burns. And then Joker calls into the CG, uh, GCN show. And uh, I guess he was the only caller. They let him right through. Like, it was, a, it was like a fucking cold call. The guy's like, who is this? And because uh, that fucking Wayne Enterprises douchebag was uh, going to tell them all who Batman is. Right. And then they kind of slow played it when they came back to GC, the GCN. Yeah. It didn't start like, it, it's Bruce Wayne. They had to, you know. Well, no, he didn't say it yet. I know, but yeah, they had to like lead it. up to it. I and was hoping he would do the right thing. Well, you know, but it's for ratings, right? You gotta, we'll, yeah. You'll find out who Batman is right after this. Commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> so Joker's like, uh, you know, I don't want Mr. Reese spoiling all the fun. Hmm? No. Uh, no, he goes, I don't want Mr. Reese spoiling everything, but why should I have all the fun? Let's give someone else a chance. If Holman Reese isn't dead in 60 minutes, then I blow up a hospital. And, of course, everyone's panicking. Uh, Gordon uh, is uh, prioritizing Gotham General because that's where sure. Harvey is. And uh, Alfred's like, uh, will you be taking the bat pod, sir? It's like middle of the day, Alfred. Not very subtle. The Lamborghini then. Much more shadow. And then we see like a 30-second Lamborghini commercial, which was cool. That was also uh, like a quick 30-second, no, not even, like a 10-second trailer yeah. that was like a TV spot for a while. <laughs> it's like, the Lamborghini then. Yes, yes, Master. Yeah, sure. for all the people watching that can afford the Lamborghini. <laughs> and then uh, Alfred does some research. He finds one cop. Uh, he has a wife in the hospital. And coincidentally, it's one of the three cops that's with Mr. Reese and Gordon. And uh, Gordon stops the one cop from shooting Reese. And then Bruce sees another guy that looks like Brett Favre. It was like, they were like, yeah, get this guy. I want Brett Favre. He's not available. Well, get me this guy. He looks just like Brett Favre. He tries to crash into them. So Bruce gets in front, wrecks his Lambo. And Gordon tells him, he's like, that's a pretty brave thing you did. And Bruce is like, what, trying to catch the light? He's like, you weren't trying to stop the, you know, our truck. He's like, why? Who's in it? And then he's like, uh, you think I should go to the hospital? And Gordon's like, you don't watch a whole lot of news, do you, Mr. Wayne? Like. He's still covering his ass. You're just a fucking dumb rich guy, huh? Yeah. Okay. What a piece of shit. Uh, so then a cop goes in a dense room because it's time to remove him, but Joker was dressed as a nurse and shoots him. Fucking great. Great. And then Joker reveals himself to Dent. And uh, people, Another. there's another uh, thing people criticize this scene because Joker, obviously you could tell it's Joker with the surgical mask on. Sure. But like Den is just waking up. They're like, how did he not know it was Joker until he took the mask off? But Den was like waking up, so he wasn't all with it at that point. Yeah, still a little bit groggy and whatnot. Then he takes off the mask and Den's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he just sits down and he awkward he's just like Hi. <laughs> so fucking good. You know, I don't want there to be any hard feelings between us, Harvey. When you and, uh, and then he forgets her name, <laughs> Rachel, uh, Rachel, we're being great. abducted. I was sitting in Gordon's cage. You know, I didn't rig those charges. And then Dent's like, your men, your plan. And this is where Joker, the person he fucks with the most in this movie is Harvey Dent. He goes, do I really look like a guy with a plan? It's like, yes, 
You were the biggest planner, the biggest schemer of them all. Yeah. Do I look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am? I'm a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. You know, I just do things. The mob has plans. The cops have plans. Gordon's got plans. You know, they're schemers. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. I'm not a schemer. I try to show, I try to show the schemers how pathetic their attempts to control things really are. So when I say that, come here. When I say that you and your girlfriend was nothing personal, you know that I'm telling the truth. Fucking amazing. <clears throat> um, then Joker takes off Dent's restraints. Dent tries to go after him, but he grabs him. He's like, I just did what I do best. I took your little plan and I turned it on itself. Look what I did to this city with a few drums of gas and a couple of bullets. Hmm? You, you know what I noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying. If like tomorrow I said that like a gangbanger gets shot or a busload of soldiers be blown up. Nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But when I say that one little old mayor will die, well, then everyone loses their minds. And then he gives Dent a gun, introduce a little anarchy, Let's upset the established order, and everything becomes chaos. I'm an ancient of chaos. Oh, and you know the thing about chaos? It's fair. So then Dent gets the coin. He's like, you live. Mm-hmm. You die. Oh, now we're talking. Then Fucking amazing. Flips the coin. We don't see the result of the coin, but we soon learn the result of the coin. Uh, Joker got off easy. Also, people have pointed out since, and this wasn't something I noticed, but Joker was holding the trigger on the gun back. Mm. So even if it went wrong, Joker wasn't going to let Dent shoot him. No, I never like he noticed He was holding that the trigger to block it. Wow. So... Uh, I, I mean, what? Joker's amazing. This was one of my problems with the movie. Like, I can absolutely see Harvey Dent making his heel turn from <laughs> White Knight hero of Gotham, but the only heel turn I could see him making is killing the fucking Joker who killed Rachel. That's all he should be focused on. And for him to just be like, oh, yeah, never mind. I'll just go fuck shit up in the but city. But that's his thing. It's the coin. It's not the coin. It is the coin. What set him off was Rachel. Rachel sure. is what set him off. But that's not and the only but, motivation. But he that should wouldn't have be two faced. Killing the Joker. I, I'm with Aaron, especially. But since he fucked with him. Joker got inside his head. He's like, he's like, it's not my fault. And he was like, no, it is your fault. It's your plan. He's like, that's the whole monologue. Do I look like a guy with a plan? Like, it's not my fault. It's the mobsters. They and then like even later, Dent says the Joker's just a mad dog. I want to let. I want to. I want to know who let him off the leash. He convinced him. I, I guess you're right. Yeah. He did his best job convincing Harvey Dent that wasn't it's me. Like, wasn't me. It's like if I have a tiger and I have my tiger like kill someone, like who are you more mad at? Like me. I'm the one that let the tiger loose. But it's not a tiger. This is a person that had a plan. He's a mad lunatic. That killed Rachel. He's a lunatic. He's a lunatic that killed Rachel. He got in Harvey's head. I, he's uh, a master manipulator too. Yes, yes, he is. But I don't. I think that's just a hole in the movie plot. Of I can't believe he would just let the Joker off the hook and then just go and start fucking shit up in Gotham Again, instead of hold, killing Joker. First. Well, hold on. So we don't. We never saw what side of the coin it landed on. Mm -hmm. And like I just said, people pointed out that he was holding the trigger back, so he could have just like 
taking all the bullets out and walked away or, and left, you know? Maybe. I know. And plus, I could see it in But even f- if that did happen, why wouldn't he have immediately gotten out of the hospital and then gone after the Joker instead well, of yeah, that's true, but going and fucking other shit Because he up. later says, yeah, like, Joker's just a mad dog. I want whoever let him off the leash. Now, I could see him fucking other shit up after he killed the Joker, but that should have been the first thing he did was, I'm killing Joker first. But that's why he had the coin. And then we'll go fuck other but shit But that's up. why he had the coin. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of see it as, as part of his character. I mean, that, it is. that's his whole thing. It's is not the Two-Face coin. if he doesn't use the coin. Right. Uh, Joker convinced him. He tricked him. That's what Two-Face is. But this Harvey Dent, it, it was just hard to buy that particular character turn for me. All right. Anyways, Joker lives. He leaves the hospital. And uh, he wasn't a man of his word because he still blows up the hospital even though... Mr. Reese lived, and God, this fucking scene. You could argue this is the best scene. There's no dialogue. Joker's walking out of the hospital as it's blowing up, and he's not looking. He's just kind of holding his arms out because there's hostages that are watching this, and he's just, like, holding his arms out, like, look what I did. Look what I'm doing. Blowing up this hospital. Aren't I a badass? And then the hospital stops blowing up, and he fucking turns, and he's like, he just, like, holds his arms out, like, what the fuck? And, like, I'll never forget this. My Seeing this with my family, my dad's in the theater. When he turns and looks at the hospital and nothing's happening, and he just is like, my dad's like, oh, he's good. Like, oh, he's good. And then, like, him just, like, fucking with the detonator, like, like, and then it finally blows up. And it even scares him because it's really blowing up in real life. They blew up this building, and they only had one take to do it. And the best oh, wow. part, and the best part is, there was an urban myth for years that that whole scene was the explosions didn't go off right, and Heath Ledger was just playing it off and making the best he could of the scene when the whole thing was planned exactly as it went. That's how good. That's how good it went. No, it was that's how great. brilliant it was. It was great. Heath Ledger played it very, very well. Yeah. So then Joker takes the hostages, and the GCN news reporter tells everyone, you know. Get out of the fucking city or you're going to join the game. Meanwhile, Two-Face uh, finds one of the crooked cops, flips a coin, shoots him in the face. Mm. <clears throat> That's his uh, first kill. Then Two-Face gets in Maroney's car. And if you n- never noticed this before, like, go rewatch it. When Maroney's before, like, the first second of that scene of Maroney getting his car, there's another guy getting in the other side and Dent hits him in the back of the head with a gun uh, and that's how, like, Dent was already in the car when Maroney got in. Yeah. I'd um, never noticed that until today. But Dent, you just see his tiny, tiny glimpse. Dent asks Maroney, like, who picked up Rachel? He tells him it was Ramirez, but Dent flips the coin, and then he tells Maroney, oh, you're a lucky man. And then he flips again, but he's not. Who? Your driver. And then, bang, shoots the driver. They crash. Um, could just assume that Maroney and the driver died. They weren't. He Maroney wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Dead put on a seatbelt, <laughs> so and he, he walked lived. away pretty well. Yeah, it was a nice PSA for always make sure you wear your seatbelt, seat kids. Uh, then uh, Two Face calls Ramirez to uh, call the cops off of Gordon's family. Flips the coin on her, but it's it's good, so he just knocks her out. It's like, oh, live to fight another day, officer. Uh, then Batman shows Fox that he hacked every cell phone in Gotham because he's got to find the Joker. And I guess, well, that's earlier in the movie where he said, you know, I'm playing this close, uh, close to the chest. Right. And Fox is like, you know, this is too much power for one person. So 
I'll help you this one time, but consider this my resignation. And Batman's like, oh, but giving me a tank, that was cool. He gave me a fucking tank to... <laughs> well, that's, that was fine, Fox. That's, that's not invasion of privacy. That's where he oh. draws the line. Excuse me. <laughs> so he's like, when you're finished, type in your name. Uh, then we have the final act, the two big boats. They put citizens of Gotham in one, a bunch of prisoners in the other. And then Joker gets on the PA system of both boats and tells them the deal. He's like, tonight you're going to be a part of a social experiment. <laughs> and uh, each boat has the remote to blow up the other boat. At midnight, Joker blows both of the boats up unless one boat blows up the other first. So the citizens decide to vote on what to do. And uh, they're all talking like tough people, like, yeah, let's blow it up, let's blow it up. And it's like, all right, let's have a vote. So they vote right. to blow up the prisoners. But the guy that has the trigger doesn't have the balls to do it. No one really has the balls to do it. There's this one, like, asshole who's like, no, I guess I'll have to do it. But then he can't fucking do it either. Yeah. Meanwhile, the prisoners just obviously want to blow up the citizens. And the one guy has the trigger. And then tiny Tom Lister. Oh, Debo. <laughs> A.K.A. Debo, A.K.A. Zeus from No Holds Barred. Debo saves the day. R.I.P., by the way. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Uh, he walks up to the guy and he's like, you can't take a life. Or he goes, you don't want to die, but you can't take a life. Give it to me and I'll do what you should have did 10 minutes ago. So the guy gives it to him. And then Tiny Tom, his redemption story, throws the trigger out the window. So that was kind of cool. What's cool? Best of humanity, oddly enough, was in The Prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Fox tri uh, triangulates Joker's cell phone, tells Batman where he is. Dent uh, calls Gordon, tells him that he has his wife and kids. So Gordon goes after them. Uh, Joker then had all the hostages in the building dress up as goons. And the goons dressed up as the hostages. And when Batman flies in, he figures it out. But the SWAT team doesn't know. So Batman has to beat up the SWAT team and the goons. Uh, and he does. But the, SWAT's, uh, the SWAT ends up having their guns pointed at Batman but then he kicks one of them off the ledge and they're all somehow he connected all of them to the same wire and they all just ended up like hanging there. So Batman was able to get away from yeah. them, but not kill them. Then he just fucking takes out his grapple hook, goes all the way to the top where the Joker is. And he now has the Russian mobsters dogs. Uh, the dogs take Batman down, but I guess he has no problem killing dogs. He just yeah. threw them off. Luckily, he just threw them down the he elevator shaft. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't have souls. Yeah. So uh, Joker's attacks also caused Batman's mask to go blind because he was using that new uh, sonar technology. Oh, right. And that's yeah. how Joker like ends up getting the drop on him. I like when he got the vision back and then Joker just immediately is like right in his face, whacks him. Um, and then he traps him under, I don't even know what you would call it, but he traps him under something. Like a rail? Like a Yeah, some sort of rail yeah. thing. And he's on top of him. And uh, he's like, we really should stop all this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. But of course, none of the people, none of the bloats, uh, boats blow up. Joker's all pissed. Uh, and Batman's like, what were you trying to prove? That deep down, everyone's as ugly as you. You're alone. And Joker's like, you can't rely on anyone these days. You got to do everything yourself. Don't we? That's okay. I came prepared. It's a funny world we live in. Speaking of which, you want to know how I got these scars? No, but I know how you got these. And then he shoots the blades at the Joker, tosses him off the ledge. 
Joker's flying face first to his death. Laughing. Laughing his ass off because he's like, I got this guy to break his one rule. He's the ultimate fucking troll. (laughs) And then Batman fucking grapples him by the leg. Saves a Joker. At that part in the movie, I was fully convinced. I was like, holy shit, he killed him. Like, like for that like few seconds. Well, if it was Ben Affleck, totally he would have been dead. Uh, I mean, are you kidding? It would have been like, it's like, hey, Batman, I'm the Joker. <laughs> Just shoots the Joker 20 times. What's well, it? Here's that problem. That's, that problem's gone. That would have been a great alternate ending to this movie was if... Joker died like Gwen Stacy style. Yeah. Like he tried to save him, but just. Well, because like everyone figured that Joker was going to die because Heath Ledger died in real life. Right. Heath Ledger died before the movie came out. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. He never wow. even got to witness everyone like jizzing their pants over his performance. Yep. He never got any of that. Wow. That fucking sucks. So, yeah. Batman saves him. Joker's like, oh, you, you just couldn't let me go, could you? This is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. (laughs) And I feel like this part is just such an homage to, like, the entire history of Joker and the Batman. Sure. Because he's like, you truly are incorruptible, aren't you, huh? You can't kill me out of some form of self-righteousness. And I won't kill you because you're just too much fun. Like, what a fucking great... And then he goes, I think you and I are destined to do this forever. Like, that alone is like, oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Like, that's just so good. Uh, Batman's like, you'll be in a padded cell forever. Maybe you could share one. Um, And then he tells Batman, like, you didn't think I'd I'd, I'd risk losing the the battle for Gotham's soul in a fist fight with you. No, you need an ace in the hole. Mine's Harvey. Batman's like, what did you do? I took Gotham's white knight, and I brought him down to our level. It wasn't hard. You see, uh, madness, as you know, is like gravity. All it takes is a little push. I just love this. Those are the final lines. I love this scene. And he's doing it all upside down. He's upside down, but the camera's filming him. So you see him right side up. Right. But he's hanging upside down. That's crazy. How many fucking takes did they do? It's like, all right, well, you need a rest. Uh, Blood's rushing to your brain. Amazing. So these were the last words. Yeah, the last words that he said. In the movie, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I just, like, imagine what The Dark Knight Rises would have been if he still made it. Because there would have been, like... A scene where Batman goes and talks to him or something, you know, like it would have just been a scarecrow scene, like but like Scarecrow was in this one. But ten times better. Right. Like, oh my god. I mean, could you imagine I know the Dark Knight Rises, you know where Scarecrow's the judge? Imagine if that was a Joker. Right. <laughs> then we could get like that the probably goofy was, Joker. Probably that probably was supposed to be the Joker. <laughs> He's like uh your guilt has been determined. This is all. This is merely a sentencing hearing. Um, uh, what does he say? Uh, death? He's like, death or exile? He's like, Joker, if you think we're going on that ice willingly, you've got another thing coming. Hmm, death then. Looks that way. Okay, death. <laughs> By exile. 
Like just, I think he would have had a bigger role too. But like, my God, he, I think so. What he would have been in Batman the animated series. There was a, uh, an episode where the Joker was a judge, right? So yeah, that would have been pretty funny. And like you know, Bane lets all the prisoners out. He could have also went to Gotham right. and let Joker out and do some shit. And then there's just like a like a thirty minute like thing where Batman has to stop the Joker again or something. It's like, we're going to take a little break here and have Batman go after the Joker because everyone loves that. But God, could you imagine? That's the last uh, last words he speaks. Oh, God Amazing performance. So finally, uh, we have the end where Gordon finds his family, where Rachel died, Dent knocks him in the head with the gun. Uh, Two-Face wants Gordon to understand his pain, so he's going to just straight up shoot Gordon's son in the head. It's a great plan. Batman shows up. He tells Dent, you don't want to hurt the boy, Harvey. It's not about what I want. It's about what's fair. You thought we could be decent men in an indecent time. Well, you were wrong. The world is cruel. And uh, the only way to deal with a cruel world, I forget what he says exactly, but that's when he pulls out the coin. And uh, Batman tells Dent, like, you were the best of us. The Joker wanted to prove that even the best of us could fall. And he's like, well, he was right. Batman's like, you're the one holding the gun, Harvey. So point it at the people responsible. Then it's like, fair enough. You first. Flips the coin on Batman, shoots him in the stomach. Dent flips it on himself, but he's fine. Then he tells Gordon, he's like, tell your son it's going to be okay, Gordon. Lie like I lied to Rachel. And he's like, everything's going to be okay, son. Dent flips the coin. Batman tackles him, and they go off the ledge. Dent falls to his death. Batman saves Gordon's son, but then Batman fell and fucks up his leg, which that becomes a thing in the next film. Also, uh, if you rewatch this scene, because Gordon's daughter is there also, Barbara Gordon, who grows up to be Batgirl. She's covering the daughter's face the whole time. So like we never really see like a Barbara Gordon in like that's all you see mm. of her. But like she's purposely covering her face. They never say Barbara Gordon or anything like that. Yeah, it's all about right. the sun in that moment. Hmm. Like you don't even see the girl's face at I all. I never noticed that before. Um, so yeah, Gordon goes after Batman. Batman's okay. His legs just fucked up, and uh, he tells Gordon to blame Dent's murders on him. Uh, so that the people of Gotham won't lose hope. And he repeats Dent's line from earlier, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And then the fucking closing montage shows Gordon honoring Dent, calling him a hero. He's destroying the bat signal. Alfred burns the letter that Rachel left for Bruce. Fox enters his name in the cell phone hacking system, and it all starts to blow up, and he smiles. Uh, then the cops chase after Batman and Gordon's son asks, like, why, why is this happening? And Gordon closes the movie with, uh, he's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him because he could take it because he's not our hero. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. The Dark Knight. I've got tears in my eyes watching this for like, I don't know how many hundred times, but <clears throat> this fucking movie, man. I'm like, it's, it's what a, a fucking movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Really, really, really good movie. And uh, yeah. Lovely. I mean, the movie belongs in a museum. I mean, there's there's no way to even debate it. Yeah. I, I just... 
I have a personal issue with this. Mm -hmm. It's the one of these movies, well, really two of these three movies, where when you watch a superhero movie, the hero is supposed to end the movie. He's still the hero. He's still standing tall. Everything's great. He saved the day. But Joker won in this fucking movie. He didn't. He was. He absolutely no. Because they lied to everyone and said Dent is still the hero. Right, but look Gotham what he had to do. True hero. He killed Rachel. He had to have the entire city of Gotham turn against him. Like, well, Joker's a good enough villain. There's going to be consequences. Right. It's like Thanos. Like, yeah, you beat Thanos, but right. Some people died along the way. Right, but that's that was my issue with this movie was they made Joker so good. That he really, I, I think you could make the argument, he beat Batman. He won this fucking movie. Batman lost Rachel. He ended up hunted and a villain at the end of this movie. He did not win. But Bruce, did, Bruce didn't care that everyone hated Batman. Because he was just like, Batman, you know, Batman is whatever Gotham needs him to be. Well, I did. <laughs> I sure as fuck cared. God damn it. But it sets up the next movie so perfectly. Because right. in the end, they all, love, they all love him. Yeah, it sets it up great. Now, redemption after yeah, it sets it up perfectly. Now he's a broken man, and he's miserable, and he's old and no, crippled. No, I didn't mean that. It, se- it sets hide- up... The- hiding in his mansion, it and nobody loves the- him. It's great. Look, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> I mean, the beginning. Yeah, the beginning sucks for him. But at the end, he gets a happy ending. So, look, it- I'll say this. I saw this movie once in mm-hmm. theaters. This is the first time, and it came out in what, 08? Yes. 08? So this yes. is 14 years later. Yeah. I could not believe how good this movie was. Yeah. I've, I forgot. So you apologize? I No, I don't. You apologize? No, I don't. You're ashamed of yourself. No, I'm not you ashamed should be. of my... Nope. The movie <laughs> should be in a fucking museum, but they made the Joker too be fucking house. good. Batman... This is the problem, is Batman is always Batman. He's always ahead of every villain. But he, Batman is a fucking human with no powers. This guy can beat Darkseid. This guy can beat Superman. This guy can beat everybody. And they wrote the Joker so fucking good in this movie. Joker has beaten Batman before. He fucking, yeah. he thought he killed Robin. He turned Robin against him. <clears throat> Joker is like the only villain that's kind of like on Batman's level. Well, right, but in yeah. the comics, you can write that and then end up having Batman come around and stand tall. In this movie, this is it. This is all we had was this movie. And we never really saw Batman stand tall over Joker in this. Joker won this movie. It's a movie with consequences. I don't know. This version of the Joker, I think, is 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 good. Like, if it was the Jack Nicholson Joker that was getting the same type of treatment here, or any other type of Joker, I think that would be a valid point, but... This Joker was so gritty and so Oh, I'm not so arguing ruthless. that. This is the best Joker there's ever been. But yeah, no Jack Nicholson's ever... Joker, while it was great, his plan was to fuck Vicky Vale. Right. That was his ultimate Jack, goal. Jack Nicholson's <laughs> Joker was great, but no He just wanted to fuck. Come on, nobody's ever touching Heath Ledger's no, Joker. No, no, that's, no. that's not The even fact that they debate. even tried to do the Jared Leto thing was just so no, offensive. That's not what I'm saying at all. No one's ever touching Heath Ledger's Joker. I'm yeah. just saying they, they wrote him so good... And so ahead of the curve, Batman should have been able to outsmart him at the end because he's fucking Batman. That's what he does. Yeah. And that's that was my issue with this movie. Is- Look, he didn't turn Batman evil. He tried. He failed at that. He thought he was going to turn Batman evil. He thought he was going to turn the city of Gotham 
on each other so that they right. blow each other up with the boats. He failed there. That's right. But Batman still outsmarts everybody. That's what he does. But that's he, what he got Batman Harvey is. Dent to turn bad. That's that has nothing to do with Batman. That's who Harvey Dent's meant to be. He's meant to be Two Face. All right. Well, agree to disagree. No, we have. Well, I'm not <laughs> no. leaving. No. All right. Um, so yeah, like. I also wish there was, I, I think I've said this before, I wish there was a special edition where I could watch every single take that Heath Ledger did in this movie. Like, I want to see how he did every single scene. Like, if they did 20 takes, I want to see all the fucking takes to see how he did those scenes differently. Because, he, yes, he's saying the lines, but he improvised the fuck in this movie. He had a blast. I want to see it. I would love to know how many why so serious as there are. Sure. Like if there were like, like if you would just improv like three different ones. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Well, that's what you do as an actor. You do a different time. You do a different take each time. You do it differently each take. So that's what I would want to see. Like how difficult must it have been for Christopher Nolan, like to choose which fucking take to use for each scene. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. And like, there's. Like, if we watched it, we were probably like, oh, he should have done that take instead. Like, that was even better. But really, you would probably just think that because it's the first time you're seeing that take rather than, for me, the 300th time I'm seeing that take. But still. Right. I can't That's look- the thing about why I really think it's my favorite movie ever is because I'm never bored watching this movie. I'm never like, yeah, I saw it. Like, I'm, I'm all in every time. True. Like, I get goosebumps. Every single time. The stakes felt so high. Like, yeah. Ra's al Ghul was a guy that could physically beat Batman, but this Joker... You're right. I think was Joker... Was more of a threat to you're, Batman you're right. than I think, Ra's al Ghul was. I think Joker would have, like, beat Thanos. Like, he would have outsmarted Thanos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he's got the fucking Infinity Glove. <laughs> you're right. He's that fucking smart. Clever, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, of course, 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10, 12, 100 out of 10, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my... Fucking good uh, shit. All right, let's do fan questions real quick. Uh, 199BigT. Uh, a lot of these are just, like, people excited for this episode. But 199BigT, uh, we definitely need as many Joker impressions as possible. Well, I hope uh, I did enough. Uh, yeah. I think he did. Play. I hope I did enough. It was half this podcast. He said the whole episode could be done as the Joker for real, and I would be perfectly fine with that. Well, imagine the Joker just recapping this movie. Uh, Bobby the Mark Soydam, no question. Just play Andrews moaning, Jake Roberts, or Adam Cole. Okay, sure, yeah. Play one of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. I still look at Aaron because he's so great every Still new to him. Joey Cage, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, fuck yes. Never have I been more excited for a podcast. Sure, Batman Begins is great, but this is peak. Uh, Dylan, can I please have Josh or Andrew reenact the scene where half of Harvey's face is on fire from the warehouse explosion? He's screaming, Rachel! Rachel! No! There you go. (laughs) Rachel! I mean, for like five years, me and my friends would just be like, Rachel! Like, just randomly scream Rachel. (laughs) Uh, Harpoon finger fuck. Not a question. Thanks to this podcast, I ended up going on Amazon and getting this trilogy on 4K. It's so damn good. Also, just finished Fleabag. Great show. Yes, I would also recommend Fleabag to everyone. I would say, I bet for, bat, this movie in 4K, probably super beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I had it on Blu-ray. It's not, you know, how much better could it be? 4K? Oh, 4K? Tim, not asking for Andrew to lose his voice with his impressions, but thank you, Andrew, Aaron, and Josh making me laugh every week with hogwash. 
Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Amraj, uh, fun fact. Did you know Wayne Manor is actually in uh, England? I live 30 minutes from there. No shit. Oh, wow. Huh. That's cool. Take a picture and send it in. Like just the outside, yeah. yeah. S. Thorne, fuck, Mary kill. Katie Holmes as Rachel. Maggie Gyllenhaal as Rachel. And Hathaway as Selena. I mean, obviously the kill, kill is Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. For sure. And then, I mean, I Anne Hathaway was sexier as Catwoman. Kate Hol- Katie Holmes is, like, cute, but she's just, like, you know, yeah, she's you, not Catwoman. Yeah, you marry Katie Holmes I, and you fuck Catwoman, right? No, I think I married Catwoman and I fuck Katie Holmes. Either's fine. I yeah. think both are correct answers. That's true. Yeah, right. Yeah. And all three of us are right about killing Megan Gyllenhaal. Yes. Uh, Omar, I remember when Heath Ledger was cast. I was uh, one of the people that was extremely pissed off, but damn, was I wrong. I mean, we all were. Uh, if Heath or The Dark Knight taught me anything, it's to not judge an actor before the movie comes out. You want to know what's funny? <laughs> Unless it's Jared Leto playing a superhero. You want to know yeah, what's funny? Joker, is, yeah. is I was so convinced when Heath Ledger was cast, I was so convinced he was going to fuck this up, and I was so wrong that yeah. when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman and everyone was shitting on it, I was like, guys, we, sit, we did the same thing with Heath Ledger's Joker. Give it a fucking chance. Yeah. That's how good he was that he forever was like, no, we got to give everybody a shot. And yeah. then your, your goodwill was ruined on the first Batman. I liked Affleck <laughs> as Batman. Look, like Affleck him. wasn't the problem. Affleck was, wasn't the problem. It was how they, how they wrote Batman. It and was made the him whole the, universe. They made Batman the Punisher, and that's why Aaron likes that Batman. Yes, I, lo- <laughs> I, I really loved Affleck Batman. It's like when we did like, Batman, when we watched Batman 89, you were like, Maybe that's why I always liked Michael, Michael Keaton, because he just kills everyone. He just fucking killed people, yes. And so did Affleck. It's amazing. Affleck killed a lot of people. He killed a lot of people. It was great. Uh, Steven with a V matched the crew of What's Wrong with Wrestling and Aaron with the Batman villain they'd be cast as. So we have Joker, Bane, Riddler, Penguin, and Two-Face. I mean... I mean I'm obviously the Joker, right? <laughs> Okay, so I'm the Joker. Joker. Um, Josh would be the Penguin for the sure. Penguin? Like the Danny DeVito version. No. <laughs> you bite someone's nose off. Yeah, <laughs> I could see myself doing that. Uh, I'd be uh, I'd be Two Face, I guess. Oh, you'd be good. Yes. Or the Riddler. Because Aaron's like a pretty calm guy, but like he can get pissed. When and I get just, mad, I get fucking mad. He gets mad. It's like, who is this person? Yes. Two Face. I've seen you so, during fantasy football. So, so, so who's Eric and Joe? Uh, I would say Joe's Bane. He's got the biggest muscles, so I sure. guess he should be Bane. Sure. Uh, and then Eric could be a Riddler. <laughs> the Riddler. <laughs> mm. Sure. Yeah, that works. Sure. Carlos Ramirez, I love this film. I wish I could watch this movie for the first time again, mainly for the Two-Face reveal. It was shocking and intense. I was not ready for it. I hope Matt Reeves can do a good Two-Face with just makeup and hopefully as the main villain so he can truly shine. I just wish I could see the Aaron Eckhart Two-Face reveal again for the first time. Right. Like, like, what? Yeah. Just that yeah. moment. Mikey to Kroiki, movie bracket ideas, worst sequel, Pushfire Berry dance scene? Was it worst sequel or we Pushfire Berry the dance scene? Like a sequel to the dance? I don't know. But he's got John Travolta and Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Uh, John Hader is... Is it Hader? The guy that played Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, right, yeah. John Hader. John Hader. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, his dance, and then Nick Swartzen and Grandma's Boy. I never saw Grandma's Boy. I I saw Grandma's Boy, but I don't remember a dancing scene from that. 
Yeah, I don't that was a great that. movie, but I don't remember a dance. Oh, the DDR scene, maybe when he beats the guy in DDR. Maybe that's what he means. I forgot about that scene. I guess yeah, he, he beats this oh. kid in DDR. Huh. Uh, but pushfire berry dance scenes. Uh, I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I would just push Pulp Fiction. Pulp yeah, Fiction. yeah. You got to push Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah. Saint Lopez, uh, you guys watching these movies made me think of another great. Other great uh, trilogies, so have a Pushfire Berry, Back to the Future, uh, the original Star Wars trilogy, and uh, the original Indiana Jones trilogy. Oh, shit. That's good. Shit. Damn. Those are all three good. Uh, For me, I'm pushing Back to the Future, even even though the third one was kind of lame, but the first two were so good. I think I would push Indy. I would... Barry, Star Wars, and Fire. <sighs> Back to the Future. But begrudgingly. See, I haven't seen like I really haven't seen the Indiana Jones films all the way through. I would I would push Indy. I would bury Star Wars and Fire Back to the Future. Only only because only because Back to the Future 3 was such a letdown really from the bad. first two. The first yeah. two were perfect movies, yeah. and then 3 was just bleh. Fair well, enough. We're on the same wavelength. Okay, nice. Do we have the same answer? We did. Oh, gross. That's not yeah, good. That's, good. that's not Aaron, that's not same good. Same wavelength. <laughs> Sam Stu, Josh, do you think Robert Pattinson's Batman would make, a, uh, would make this movie even better? No. No. Okay, thank God. Because I was going to just choke you. Christian Bale Batman is peak Batman, but, you know... Robert Pattinson, I think, is number two for sure. PCJ, love this movie. I went to Chicago in 2022 and drove down the same street. They flipped the truck. I also took a boat tour right next to the two buildings that the robbers zip line to and from during the opening bank robbery scene. Uh, didn't realize the bank was actually a post office that they used. Huh. Uh, he says, what real locations would you want to visit from some of your favorite films? I mean, this one, like you did. I kind of want to do that tour now. Yeah, it does sound cool. I would want to go. What other movies have some great locations? I've always wanted to uh, see Nakatomi Tower in California. (laughs) From what I've heard, I saw some article a couple of years ago that that building, it's like exactly the same. Like they they haven't updated it. It hasn't changed. Like you can, like one of the railings where the car ran into, it's like it's still busted. It's gone. (sighs) Like they haven't changed the building at all. That's funny. My uncle goes to California quite often. He posts a picture of fucking Nakatomi Tower every year. I haven't been. I want to. Go, I want to go there one day. I mean, any of my, any of my favorite movies, I would be thrilled to see the locations that they filmed. So, really, any of my favorite movies. I've got a hundred different answers I could give, but one kind of lame one, maybe the baseball field from uh, both baseball fields from Field of Dreams and Sandlot. Oh yeah, I think those would be fun. Right. Sure. <laughs> well, you could go there whenever uh, Major League Baseball does their. Uh, their, the their annual game, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure those are those are easy tickets to get. Yeah. Like 10,000 people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, KJ, tied for my favorite movie of all time. I reviewed this for a podcast recently and realized that the movie is actually not revolving around Batman or the Joker. It's actually an arc of Harvey Dent. It totally is. I was thinking that same fucking thing this whole movie. Batman and Joker enter and leave the same way, but Dent completely changes. What a masterpiece. That's absolutely correct. Totally is. You see the slow turn of Harvey Dent descending into madness. Casey Bailey, what is your favorite scene in this movie? Personally, for me, it's the mob boss meeting that crashed, that's crashed by the Joker. I mean, that's, it's gotta be that or 
like just the montage of Joker having everyone killed and then showing up to the party. But I think it's I think it's the mob boss meeting because it's the first time where you like, holy shit. I mean, the pencil thing, the monologue is just so good. Is the favorite scene was the question? Yeah. Favorite scene, that one or the car the car chase through the through downtown yeah. Chicago. I mean, that's the thing. This movie is just fucking two and a half hours of every scene is amazing yeah there, there's like a hundred scenes that could be your favorite. even the fight my, fight scene in uh yeah. in, in china that's great mine mine was after seeing him growing to be batman in the first one like the very first scene you see him where he shows up to fuck up scarecrow where he's uh-huh. full strength prime batman yeah that was pretty fucking cool absolutely and then ricardo asks who is the best batman oh christian bale michael keaton i knew he's gonna say that Wow. I can't argue with that, but I would still say Christian Bale. That's and that's not an e like I can't argue with Christian Bale because yeah. Michael Keaton and Christian Bale, it's like one A and one B. And right. there's not really a wrong answer. Yeah. Unless you're Josh and you see Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Oh, Josh. Certainly one B. One B? One B. So he's not even two. He's one B. You know what I'm saying? He's the next level of Batman. Was he's he that right close underneath. to Christian Bale? He's definitely above Michael Keaton, in my opinion, for sure. <laughs> I, there's a hierarchy for sure. Uh huh. Josh, I think you saying that alone gets you demoted to this chair. <laughs> you don't want to be in the middle, Aaron. You don't. You know how much? You know how many? Eric's been complaining for years on <laughs> we'll, what's wrong we'll with wrestling. We'll switch it up. <laughs> he hates it. Anyways, thank you for the uh, fan questions. Uh, yes, this podcast was probably, this was a super long podcast. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're viewing us. We have exclusive videos on the YouTube channel. Uh, follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. And next week we complete the trilogy. Yep. Of course. With the Dark Knight Rises. I'm Batman. The Fire Rises.